This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life comes with a lot of decisions, and sometimes it's hard to know which path is right. Therapy gives you a place to map out your options so you can try your choices and get excited about the future. Visit BetterHelp.com allies to give it a try. Hello, welcome to the Easy Allies podcast. I'm Daniel Bloodworth coming to you from Los Angeles, California. This week, I'm joined by Bradley Ellis. Yo. Michael Huber. Hello. Michael Damiani. Hey, uh, how's it going? In the control room, making it all happen, we got Isla Hink. Hi. Don Casanova. He says hi. (laughs) And keeping an eye on us, it's Gabby. She waves. Uh, friends, we're here to talk about some of the biggest headlines in video games this week. Uh, we're going to share our thoughts on those Game Awards nominations. Uh, Nintendo had an indie direct this week, so we'll go over some highlights of that. We've got the October sales report. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's time for one final round of Mario Kart or Wario Fart. <laughs> oh, man. Good heavens. <laughs> But before we get started, we must answer for the mistakes we made in last week's episode. Isla, begin corrections music, please. Boop. Uh, I said that all we got for Chucky in Dead by Daylight was a cinematic teaser trailer, but as is Dead by Daylight tradition, they did put Chucky out there in a public test build mm. for people to mess around with. So there was gameplay video out there before last week's episode, just not official gameplay trailer. Cool, got it. Yeah. Sounds fun, Chucky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, a lot of people chimed in on uh, TMNT Mutant Mayhem, oh, yeah. uh, saying it was not seen as a failure, and that Param- Paramount does have a sequel, TV series, yeah. game, TV and more, series. all in the works. Uh, so we won't, it won't be the last we see of that art style. Better not be. Robamiani just Wait. quit the desktop. You've been, you've been guilt tripping people about this. <laughs> we made like hundred something mil. It, this it, is getting like it everything. Had a, it had it a budget already... of seventy million and made hundred and eighty. So, like, barely broke even, if you count marketing? To me, I don't think that's a huge success. But, but you're getting more Turtles. Yeah, you're getting they, a sequel, they, game, TV show. Yeah. You're getting, that like, shit was everything. Already, I'm assuming that shit was already greenlit before this movie even came out. I mean, like what Which it was, said, Turtles will was. never die. Yeah. They're not going <laughs> to go away. Yeah. They could reboot Turtles every three years. I just like when 10 out of 10 movies uh, do really well financially, too. Mm-hmm. Deserves it. It's a great movie. Uh, it was not a spinoff. It was the original GTA that had four female protagonists mm. and four male protagonists to choose from. Nice. And then nice. Uh, we're, we're getting we're getting Robamiani back online here. Come back oh yeah, Don got it. Uh, if you have a correction, uh, leave it in the YouTube comments on either the public version or the Patreon version of this episode. Start with the word correction. And leave a timestamp uh, so I know what the heck we're talking about. End corrections music. Boop. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, on Monday, uh, we got uh, the the nominees for this year's Game Awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a reminder, we are a member of that jury, so we can't explicitly 
reveal what we nominated or what we're going to vote for or anything mm-hmm. like that. Uh, but we can still give reactions to our, our, the general vibes and the things that stood out and surprised us. Um, so, yeah, like in, in the collective, we are somewhat responsible for this. But we can also look at the collective of 120 other outlets yeah, and say, like, yeah. hey, what? <laughs> um, but, yeah, we'll start off. Uh, start at the top. The biggie. Game of the year. Mm-hmm. Six on this category. Alan Wake 2. Baldur's Gate 3, Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. All really fantastic games. Yeah, seems pretty damn good. I mean, obviously this year has had so many incredible games that, you know, things are gonna get snubbed. Things always get snubbed, even when there isn't this much quality out there. Right. Um, So this year's gonna be rough, because, like, people games i mean are are gonna be left out so it's gonna be it's gonna hurt it's gonna hurt there's gonna be some big omissions throughout i feel like once uh, once a lot of these game of the year start dropping yeah yeah like we we're saying there's game of the year like every month exactly so, you know exactly <laughs> yeah it doesn't feel to me like any of these don't belong so that's yeah exactly yeah. that's that's the key mm-hmm. yeah for yeah. sure damiani any thoughts yeah um, I think all the games on here are deserving. I would say to me the maybe odd one is uh, maybe it was a little polarizing, but no Final Fantasy 16 mm-hmm. right. on this. I thought saw a lot of people's reactions to this. I watched it uh, when I unveiled it on Monday, and then watched some people's like YouTube videos, and they had a little bit of a surprise that maybe 16 didn't make the cut. Um, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, like I reviewed it, I gave it, I gave it a perfect score. It definitely deserves to be on there. I just didn't know if everyone would be like riding as high. Um, that's the one I thought like maybe wouldn't make it onto this. Like if, if you were to ask me what was gonna make the list, I would definitely have picked four of the six on here, and I would have put like sixteen. The other one is Alan Wake Two. I just haven't played it, but all everyone talking about. It, you know, I mean Huber and Brad talking about it. Everyone else talking about it says like it is fantastic. Um, it definitely seems like it is the maybe the like I don't want to say like sleeper hit, but like it is definitely the one to watch. I think um, it, it, you know the the one you don't expect to win or have a chance, and it like shows up, and everyone's like, "Whoa, where did this come from?" So, yeah. Next up, best game direction. This is five. Otherwise, it's basically the That's same weird. list. That's weird. Alan Wake two. Baldur's Gate 3, Spider-Man 2, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and Tears of the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. To which my question is, again, why does this category exist? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, I, I always I always like in the Academy Awards, it can like, you can give, like if there's two favorite movies or whatever, it's like, yo, this movie is going to get best director, but this one's going to get best picture. Mm-hmm. Like this is a great, this is what I'm hoping Alan Wake wins. Because I don't know if right. Alan Wake will top you know, Baldur's Gate seems to be like the favorite, the front runner, but uh, the the direction of Alan Wake Two is incredible. Like right. that game is a, a vision, you know. So yeah, but, I mean, they're all they're all like Damiani was saying. You know, they all deserve to be there. I feel like no weird outliers. Yeah, I think, uh, to me, I think like that they're very different, especially like mm-hmm. with movies and stuff, because. Oftentimes, the best directed movie will be the best movie of the year, but sometimes, like Hebrew was just saying, like a game can can 
be an amazing total package and win game of the year, but a game's direction can stand mm-hmm. out. Like mm-hmm. I think Alan Wake 2 is a perfect example of that. Yeah. Uh, so I do think in that regard, there, there's a reason to have both. Um, yeah. Tell me any thoughts. Uh, I, those, that was, I liked Isla's argument there. Also, th- this feels very weird. This is only five when there's yeah. so many other games. Yeah, that, like, I mean, most I mean, of the categories are only five. Yeah. It's just game of the yeah. year. They, ex- yeah. they put an extra slot it's, in there. Yeah, this one's the one that just like stands out a little bit weird. But I do want to like, uh, I mean, give just like you know, it feels like we are just not getting enough games recognition here because as you said, there's just too many games. Um, like uh, like another one like just like Street Fighter Six. Yeah. Like that game's like direction they did with it, how much they d- they did to kind of modernize Street Fighter, make it more uh, appealing, uh, lowering that barrier to entry for a lot of people. All the accessibility stuff they did with it, it just seems like you know maybe some people, some genres maybe have a harder time you know cracking in here. So it would have been nice to maybe have seen you know this one expanded to six and following isla's logic you know a game that maybe wouldn't necessarily be game of the year but you know could be shine here although i do think super six is definitely very goatee caliber as well mm-hmm. so yeah very surprising yeah yeah i think for me like i definitely understand like isla's argument and, and, and it's something that i look at with this category as well right like there are games like alan wake 2 like Death Stranding, you know, where it's mm-hmm. like you can see the director all over it, right? Like, I mean, Sam mm-hmm. Lake is not only <laughs> writing the game story, but he's starring in the game, mm-hmm. and he wrote the lyrics for, like, most of the songs in the game. You know, it's like... They didn't want to put that in, and he, like, put his foot down. He's like, no, it's going in. What's that? Like a big, the like, musical vibe of the oh, game. Oh, sure, you sure. You know? So, which um, is really cool. But so it's it's crazy, you know, to have that kind of stuff. But I think the thing is, is again, when you when you look at like what the collective does with it, that it's like it feels like it's just like a copy and paste move. And a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know what the solution to that is, because it's like it's up. It's free form. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you just mm-hmm. like you take your staff's picks and. You submit them, and that's yeah. what all the votes come out to, and that's these end up being the top five. Yeah, because usually games with good direction are very high up on the list already. Right. So, but yeah, I see what you're saying. I I always do hope like a little weird one gets in there. Right. Just with yeah. really cool direction, but maybe not the best game. But you know, you can't can't do it all. It yeah. Just makes I mean, sense. like what, ten like, nominees like a for no more heroes or something. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Like, maybe not the greatest yeah. game, but like the direction is mm-hmm. like all over. Oh it. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, up next, best narrative: Alan Wake Two, Baldur's Gate Three, Cyberpunk, Phantom Liberty, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy Sixteen, there it mm-hmm. is, and Spider-Man Two. Yeah, I didn't know they did expansions on there. Yeah, it, it, it's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, it's up to like what yeah. people put in. If yeah. enough people put it in there, then yeah. it's stood out. Yeah, I mean, I I've played Cyberpunk. I thought it was fantastic, the story and everything. So it makes sense for me. Yeah, it's great to see Final Fantasy 16 in there. Yes. Definitely. Alan Wake, of course, and Baldur's mm-hmm. Gate. Spider-Man 2, yeah, I can see that. But, uh, yeah, pretty solid narrative list all, all around, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the pretty sure this is public knowledge, but, like, the the thing for for the Game Awards is, like, eligibility is everything's eligible, but you're rating things that are from this year. So it's, like, they're saying cyberpunk, but it's, 
you know, largely you're considering the content from this year, I guess. Right. Yeah, and this was specifically Phantom Liberty yeah. that was called out. So yeah, yeah. On, in this case. Um, any thoughts, Samiani? Yeah, I, I'm very curious what's going to win this one, just because as someone who has not played Baldur's Gate, uh, it seems like the strength of that is how personal that narrative becomes depending on the choices you make mm-hmm. and who you have in your party. And the fact that it sounds like they counted for so much that no matter what you do, you have a very fulfilling, satisfying narrative. I feel like that, you know, just, you know, would probably push it over the edge from anyone else on this list because all these other ones are kind of like more straightforward narratives where Baldur's Gate is doing so much branching, so much, you know, Mm -hmm. choice. So I, I, I feel like that's... For anyone who's like, well, Baldur's Gate isn't that about like decision making and choice, you know, choice making. Like how, like how, how, what if your story sucked? And it's like I don't think that's ever going to be the case in that, which is a testament to how impressive that game's uh, writing is. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I can see any one of these really. Like, yeah, yeah for it's, sure, it's pretty yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's a tough one. Um, it's one of those categories. Where it's like whoever wins, we win. Spider Man and Phantom Liberty, mm-hmm. but. Yeah. Mm, we'll see. That's a tough one. Um, best art direction. Mm-hmm. Alan interesting Wake. Category. Alan Wake 2. Yeah. Hi-Fi Rush. That's sick. Liza P. Mm-hmm. That's sick. Super Mario Brothers. Wonder. Damn. And Tears of the Kingdom. This category. Yeah, it's a good category. <laughs> I refuse. A lot of great heavy hitters in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is my I refuse category. <laughs> I do feel like maybe Tears of the Kingdom... Is the odd one out in my opinion? Writing on I mean, the previous it, it's game, a nice yeah. looking game, and we already had Breath of the Wild, and I don't, I don't think it's doing anything drastically new visually. Um, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm surprised I didn't try and go with something else. But I, I know you, a lot of you, like you said, like Alan Wake, but like to me, Hi-Fi Rush, mm-hmm. like the, that that game, what it's trying to do, like I, I to me, I hope I, I have, I have you know preferences like to me i'm like hoping like liza p or hi-fi rush honestly you know Mm -hmm. takes it because they just you know what liza p was doing visually you know just i love that style i mean anything that tries to go for bloodborne but then puts its own unique spin on it but like hi-fi rush it's like this that game feels like for both audio and visual direction like that's like the game it was made for that and it excels at that um, but, dude, Alan, like, again, I haven't played Alan Wake 2. Yeah, I'll uh, ask you again after you play yeah. that. <laughs> I will say everything, dude, everything, if the, even just the trailers, man, made it like this. It's art direction. Yeah. It's going there. It's going there. Just lock it in now. You don't have to play it. Just put it in the nominees. <laughs> yeah, it is a tough category. Yeah. Well, and then, yeah, with Super Mario Brothers Wonder, like taking something that we think we're, we're so familiar with yeah. and really, like, mm-hmm. making it come to life in a new way. So, well. Yeah. Wonderful. Best score and music heavy hitter here. Jeez. Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, Hi-Fi Rush, and Tears of the Kingdom again in there. Mm-hmm. I am obsessed with the Final Fantasy 16 soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I mean, Thank Final you. Fantasy soundtrack is, is always mm-hmm. one of the best soundtracks yeah. possible. The music in that franchise is... Yeah. Legendary mm-hmm. uh, and Final Fantasy 16 delivered. There were so many songs, and the way you get to listen to the music and you unlock like the jukebox songs and everything, and just like 
the energy it gives you during some of those boss fights mm-hmm. and like the quiet moments in between like that soundtrack it, I am passionate about that one it does what blood loves how it implements the music into the gameplay yes. and everything like that how oh. well it just fits together like the songs change dynamically with yeah what you're doing. there was, ended up being less of that in mm-hmm. the full scope of the game than I expected from the preview um, but yeah it, it, there are moments that it does do that yeah. super well um, yeah uh, the Alan Wake 2 stuff has been blowing me. I just finally yeah. finished that, so we're going to get into spoiler mode later mm-hmm. today. But, um, yeah, again, the fact that, like, they've got all this stuff that is, like, written, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, lyrically written to, like, mm-hmm. fill in gaps in the narrative and everything, mm-hmm. and it's it's pretty it's pretty wild mm-hmm. what's going on with the, the music in that, that game, way above and beyond. Um, and then, yeah, as we were just talking about Hi-Fi Rush... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like holy crap, the whole the thing whole game's around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like feeling the rhythms of the dodges and stuff. So satisfying. Damiani, you always you're always on the soundtrack train. Oh yeah, sixteen. Um, I'm sorry. It, it, yeah, like <laughs> sixteen doesn't win this. I'm like, yeah. Oh, this is Ely's house. Yeah, I am so very like, gonna, like hold a sign up at the front door. Yeah, just saying robbed. Like <laughs> 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 go week. I'll just stand outside. Is yeah, and you're like have me escorted away. <laughs> All right. Uh, time for a category. We're almost to just rename best horror game. Uh, best audio design. Uh, Alan Wake 2, Wake. Dead Space, Hi-Fi Rush, Spider-Man 2, and Resident Evil 4. Uh, this is the one I think speaks tough. more to Hi-Fi Rush. Yeah. Yeah. That game, like, this is like Hi-Fi Rush the game. Mm-hmm. Like, that audio yeah. design is integral to that game. Mm-hmm. So, I, I feel like it is, if you're going to reward that game for something, it's this category, but... I cannot understate the, the. I mean, I did not play Dead Space, but the way Huber talked about Good it. Good audio on that um, game. My goodness. Yeah, you and Gabby talking about it. And obviously, Spider Man 2 does a good job. And like Resident Evil 4, the audio, man. Yeah. Like, uh, this, is, this, this is surprisingly difficult to pick for me. And I haven't even played Alan Wake 2, and I'm sure that's going to be like, make that even harder. Yeah. Uh, best performance. Ben Starr, Clive. 16. <laughs> this is my mind, Damiani, where I'm going to someone's house holding up a sign. He doesn't win. <laughs> Robbed. <laughs> Cameron Monaghan in Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Sick, sick. Idris Elba in Cyberpunk 2077 sick. Phantom Liberty. Oh, this one's got six as well. Nice. Melanie LeBird in Alan Wake 2. Neil Newbon in Baldur's Gate 3. And Yuri Lowenthal in Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. Some really good ones in there. Yeah, really good ones. I mean, Ben Star is my favorite, but I would say that um, Neil in Baldur's Gate as a yeah. star is really good too. Mm-hmm. He's very good. To me, to me, this is definitely down between Ben Star and Neil. Um, something tells me that if it's anything like Joystick and some other stuff, Baldur's Gate might sweep a lot of these. But like, yeah, those two are like, uh, this is a tight competition. I yeah, jeez. Yeah. Uh, definitely, yeah, definitely been liking Melanie and Alan Wake as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that I was hoping would, would make it on there was, was, was Sid, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Sid's great. Oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Sid was the Oscars' best supporting actor. You know? <laughs> right? <laughs> right there. <laughs> yeah, he's fantastic. And the fact that he ended oh, up having Diablo the same month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he had a good month. Oh, yeah. Ralph, Ralph That's for sure. Innocent or whatever? Yeah. 
The Innocent. Uh, the other one that I think is that overlooked is, is the narrator from Baldur's Gate 3. Mm, like she does sick. Yeah, she's a good. lot. She's good. Yes. And it's uh, very easy to overlook, I think, but like she had to do 16 versions of that entire game, uh, which is insane. Yeah, that's Baldur's wild. Gate 3 is a staggering achievement <laughs> in, in every department. Uh, yeah. Next yeah, up, that is. I was just gonna echo Isla. Yeah, I, I watch a lot of people talk about the Baldur's Gate nomination, and the, a lot of people are like, should have probably picked the narrator, like just because of like everything you said and more. So, but this category should be renamed to like best like headshot, um, because then it would be between Ben Star and Cameron because <laughs> lightsaber Star Wars pandering right there. But you know, Ben got in that nice graffiti wall. Pretty nice. Nice. Uh, games for impact. Uh, this one's definitely one of the ones that's more up to in- interpretation, but just mm-hmm. like something they feel has like a personal or social message. Uh, Space for the Unbound, Chance of Sonar, Goodbye Volcano High, Chia, Terra Nil, and Venba. Yeah, I was happy to see Chia on there. Yeah, me too. I, totally I really on there. Yeah, really enjoyed. It's fantastic. What yeah. she was doing, uh, and Venba as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, Vendo's a little, little shorter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very yeah, very personal. Yeah, for sure. On that. Um Chia is more just about that just that whole like exposure to that whole yeah, that, totally. the culture yeah. of all the food and it's everything really well and stuff done, going yeah. on in there. Uh yeah. Chance of Sonara I haven't had a chance to get to yet, but that one looked really interesting to me. Yeah, I've got that thing installed and waiting for me. I gotta Same, yeah. hop on that thing. Space for the Unbound, same thing. It's been installed since, like, <laughs> February or whenever it came out. Yeah. Any any for you, Damiani, either that uh, you played or that you have this an interest is, on this list? I mean, how much you all talked about Chia. Like, that's... And I mean, I got to play a little bit of it. Right. But uh, a Space for the Unbound is the big blind spot. I'm also like you. I have had it installed for a few months and just never got around to it and really wanted to jump into that. Um, but also the pleasure of being on that uh, frame trap where you talked about Venba and mm-hmm. you gave Brad and I that like kind of nice breakdown and it sounded delightful. So, um, yeah, this unfortunately just a little bit of a blind spot for me, but uh, thankfully most of these games are pretty short, mm-hmm. uh, the rest of them, I feel like. So something you could just, you know, over holidays or something get into and, uh, you know, see what you like. Yeah. Best ongoing game. Uh, these are the online live service mm-hmm. uh, plus things with expansions. Uh, so we have Apex Legends on there. Cyberpunk 2077 got in there because of Phantom Liberty. I saw some people that were like, what? Is that just because of yeah. patches? I'm like, no, no, it had a bit of expansion. That yeah. counts. Um, Final Fantasy 14, <laughs> Fortnite, and Genshin Impact. Yeah, a lot of the uh, the usuals in there. Usual suspects. Definitely, yep. yeah. except Cyberpunk, I would say. Mm-hmm. Dummy, any yeah. thoughts? I know you had like that whole back and forth with the community on 14 this year. Sure. Uh, I'll also say like someone made, I mean, I thought it was a funny joke, but is Cyberpunk really eligible when it's like it was technically it's now completed? Uh, <laughs> I saw someone say instead of like ongoing. I was like, oof, ouch. But, you know, you know, 2.0 update and Phantom Liberty, like, uh, you know, kudos to sticking with that. I'm always in support of studios that stay with a project and make it right. Um, you know, 
you know, what happened in the past is the past with that, but, you know, they didn't abandon it and move on, which would have been the wrong thing. Um, again, the blind spot is for me is Apex Legends. I mean, Alexander Zirinov, shout out. Uh, every community <laughs> showcase, given of those characters, I definitely have been very, you know, welcomed into that, uh, into that game and that community through those. Um, but in terms of, like, the new features they're adding outside of, like, the actual, like, champions, I'm like, oh, like, I'm not really kept up with that. But, like, Fortnite, going back and adding, like, the OG with the mm, building mm. and stuff, uh, like, and just their consistent updates, uh, obviously Genshin Impact, and the one I'm shocked it's not on here is uh, uh, Honkai Star Rail. Mm. The, um, having spent a little bit of time mm. in that, and that the people really like that game and that game's updates. But, yes, to your question real quick, Blood, 14, um, I, I, I think it's definitely worthy. Um, there, I mean, the back and forth, we don't really need to get into that, but... Uh, there, there's been a little bit of like drama, and I would say maybe there's some like bad faith actors going around trying to like say stuff for the for for clickbaity like, you know nature to draw like views and keep you know doing that whole like YouTube algorithm chasing stuff. But like 14 is still in a very good spot. Mm-hmm. Like don't let anyone else tell. You. If you personally don't like it, that's fine. But like there's nothing wrong with like like you want to say like Final Fantasy is dead. It's over. It's like what are you talking about? Like uh, no. But yeah, I think this year it, 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 it's you know it's open to anyone. I would say I, I think every game in this category has a fair chance yeah. of of winning it. Yeah. You know I'm a Fortnite lover, but I feel like this year was just okay. Like Fortnite OG right now is mm-hmm. one of the best moments of the game. So that elevates it quite a bit. But before that, it's kind of been a little bit safe. They've had what about sh- the whole thing with the like being able to make your own games and stuff in Fortnite? Oh, yeah. that was this year. That was this year. Oh yeah. my god! Like yeah, I'm just thinking of, game, of main yeah. main Fortnite though too. Yeah. It's just kind of been like on autopilot. Like a lot of people left behind the scenes. The story has been all like out of whack. They haven't really done seasonal events like they were, used to be doing. Um, okay, so. So they just had like their biggest totally. day ever. Oh, like, for, uh, that's why I said Fortnite OG. Yeah. Fortnite yeah. OG, of course. 44 million players. <laughs> Fortnite <laughs> in one day. 100%. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, another category where I'm like on the fence as to like why we need both of these. Um, I can see the arguments, but it's it's definitely a little weird. Uh, best community support Baldur's uh, Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, and No Man's Sky. Hmm. Best community support, yeah. Especially the best online game, also. Yeah. yeah. Mm. The two of these together, it's just like, I'm not sure, like, there's enough of splitting hairs to make sense. Yeah. I, yeah. I guess maybe if, like, a game has, like, a really good, like, communication level with right. players, I guess, I suppose. But to me, that would kind of go in with the best ongoing game as a whole. But right. I don't know. The timing of this after Bungie fired everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they let go of some yeah. high-level community managers there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty That's rough. Um, yeah, I, I, I will say uh, a lot of people helped educate me on Baldur's Gate, the the community communicating with Larian um, in the, the lead-up to the game's release. Um, and it's like the community, like community members supporting the game, like helping out. It does sound like, you know, that from that standpoint, in terms of like the, the fan base helping the dev team, sounds like they did a lot of good work there. Uh, very impressive work. So it was like, I was not aware of that. And, you know, just, just giving a shout out to that, that's, that's pretty awesome, you know, to have that like passionate fan base to help make the game what it became. 
So yeah, uh, I mean, this game was in early access for years, so they've been doing that for a while. But they've still did a very good job at it. I would say based on the final product. Chad is pointing out the new Carlac kiss. <laughs> Which is very good, but they wrecked like three other characters' kisses. Oh boy! When they added her kiss, so <laughs> keep keep it straightened out, okay. sort it out. Got it. <laughs> Best community support. Rename it. Best, Best kisses. Kiss. Next year. <laughs> Best kiss, dude. MTV Music Awards. Yeah. Best kiss. That'd be hype. I would. I would vote for that. Yeah. I mean, uh, I vote for all of these, but. All right. Here's the real controversy. Oh, yeah. Best Blood independent is game. Oh, Blood is here we go again. Jeez. Blood. Cocoon, Dave the Diver, Dredge, Sea of Stars, and Viewfinder. And we all, the thing is, we already had this discussion earlier about Dave the Diver yeah. being a team under Nexon. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so because you made a smaller team within your company, this is. Now an independent game, but apparently the, even the team has said it's not an independent yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, they were. So it's just the collective suddenly decides to put it in there. Oh, Nobody saying smaller game, independent. Yeah, yeah, that's how they think. And yeah. it's pixel art. Pixel, so yeah. that pixel must be independent. Smaller game, independent, independent game. Baby. I mean, doesn't that argument work for Sonic Mania as well? Like, yeah, yeah. People are saying like <laughs> Resident Evil Four for reasons because of Capcom and like <laughs> publicly trading or whatever. I was like, what? Any company that's not owned by Microsoft or Embracer is an independent... <laughs> well, that was an interesting point Matt Piscatello was saying that like Larian is independent. Yeah, mm-hmm. where's BG3, you cowards? Yeah. So, you cowards? Where's again? Talos Principle 2, you cowards? Indie yeah. category, messy as always. Yeah. yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> People are starting to wake up, blood. We had this argument last year about indie games and stuff Wake like that. Wake up, sheeple. What was it? Um, Ollie Ollie World or something we were talking about? Oh, yeah. We're because like, they, It's not indie yeah. game. No, no, no. Yeah. Private Division. Picked them up. Seems like a good uh, place where Darkest Dungeon 2 could have got a yeah. shout out here, That's you true. know? Fucking legendary game. But here's the flip side of this coin. This is the problem. That's why I'm just bringing up these like split hair categories. Where else would you put Dave the Diver? Yeah. What else are you putting? Are you going to put it on? Is it, you're going to put it under action adventure? Probably not. You're going to put it under sim and strategy. Yeah. Is it? Probably um, not. Is what it do you do? Teams, this team's debut game. Uh, the I don't know for sure whether Mint Rocket has done something before. I know they're working on another game. But after that, that category is also called best debut that's indie. Yeah. indie game. That's, like, so. that's where it would go. <laughs> but yeah, just do best debut game then or something. I don't know. Right. Just get rid of the indie thing. Just do best debut game or something. That could make more sense. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Didn't that, isn't that a category or no? No, didn't debut have, indie game. Best debut indie game. Got it, got it. Just best debut God, game. God, I got it, got it, got it. Yeah. They need to have a best, something like best games to play in one night like we do, where it's just like best smaller game of any origin. Or yeah. just like... I mean, we don't even have, like, a puzzle adventure category at all. Boy, don't I know it. <laughs> yeah. And there's no Talos Principle 2 in this list. Dude, Blood? Bloodworth? Daniel Bloodworth. <laughs> Talos Principle 2 coming out on November 2nd, yeah. and the cutoff being November 17th, yep. is criminal. Talos Principle... I know I'm a huge puzzle person, and I know I'm a big philosophy person, and I know I'm a big Talos Principle person, but Talos Principle 2 is one of the best games of this year I adored it. It is so good. It's one of the best puzzle games I have ever played. Ever. Ever. It's up there with Portals 1 and 2. It is fucking incredible. And the fact that it's not mentioned anywhere in this is very disappointing. I mean, hopefully they'll, like, 
maybe because like no one had finished it by yeah. the, by this point. You oh, know? for sure. Like yeah, like the. Yeah, like eligibility ends tomorrow or something like that. It's like, <laughs> like no one had finished it by the time votes went out. So it's just, it's just weird timing, and hopefully they just like make it eligible next year because it's so good. Yeah, anyway. unfortunately, this that gap, that's the gap that doesn't yeah. get fixed. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah, lost like, in the cracks. It's insane. It's yeah, uh, we'll have to cover it. Another one uh, that's left out of both of these categories: Chained Echoes. I know. I was hoping it was going to make it yeah. on there. Yep. Boston cowards, Rex. you cowards! Yeah, yeah. I would storm just, the stage. I would storm the stage like that kid who shouted about <laughs> Bill Clinton or whatever the fuck, and be like, "Tell us principle too." <laughs> I, I'm gonna let you finish, but tell us principle too. Yeah, let me go ahead and read the debut it, um, indie games. The debuts were uh, Cocoon, mm-hmm. Dredge, mm-hmm. Love Dredge, Pizza Tower, mm-hmm. Venba, mm-hmm. and Viewfinder. Yeah, all great. All great yeah. games. Yeah, yeah, really great games. Happy to see Dredge on there. Yeah. yeah, I think it just highlights, uh, you know, the imperfect system in a award show where it's like you got to be good and you got to be popular. Right. You know, people got to play your game and like got 120 pop- outlets. You have yeah. To have the majority of them in a year that's crowded like yep. this. Yep. Yeah. Especially if your game is like longer in any way. You know, it's like what you know. Like, I guarantee that like no shade against Venba. But the fact that it's like three, four hours, Everyone can get it helps it. get yeah. into some for nominations. Sure. For, for sure, dude. <laughs> Smart yeah. tactic. So it's yeah. not perfect, but what is? <laughs> but it yeah. is a bummer that you know. Tell us, principle two, Isla. I feel your pain. Well, I mean, it's it's that's why that's why any system of you know, I get democracy, whatever. But any any kind of system like this, where it like. Availability, not not necessarily popularity, but like mind share, mm-hmm. uh, you know, which sometimes translates to marketing dollars, sometimes it doesn't, uh, or length or accessibility like that. Like, if more people have heard of or played, a, had a chance to play a game, it has a higher chance yep. of being nominated because just more people will vote for it. Yep. Like, five outlets who loved the Talos Principle could put it as their number one in every category and it wouldn't make it at all because they just didn't have the numbers, you know? So it's, it's you know, whatever. Award shows do not always award quality. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Damiani, any thoughts on either of these indie categories? I mean, it, 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 it's... Not really. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, I'm glad to see some games on there. I mean, Cocoon and uh, and Sea of Stars. But otherwise, Star. yeah, this is always like, how do you give a spotlight to certain games that otherwise wouldn't like have a chance in other categories? And it's uh, it just crowd. This year's just crowded in general, and like these categories, it's just crowded in general. So it's just unfortunate that you know some games couldn't make the cut. Every category should have 10 nominations. <laughs> I will be pushing for that with Easy Allies Goaties. Mark my words. Oh, boy. <laughs> yep. Denied. Get ready. Get, I, will, I will vote for that. We don't that. even know what our format is. We're, talking yeah, about we're changing it up, Switching baby. things up anyways. <laughs> 10 nominees everywhere. <laughs> we're just doing personal picks. <laughs> <laughs> um, stuff that's completely out of our warehouse, almost. Best mobile game. Mm-hmm. Final Warcraft Fantasy. Rumble! It was... 
I don't think it was eligible at the time. I, I don't think out, people knew what's coming out. It came out before November 17th, so it was oh, eligible. Yeah, well, it's it eligible, but it was basically a shadow drop. Yeah, which means that it won't, it's it won't make it. Cracks, just like Talos. Yeah. Well, it could be on, uh, it could be though, because ongoing stuff uh, can be can Yeah, come maybe up. next year. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis, mm-hmm. Honkai Star Rail, mm-hmm. Hello Kitty Island Adventure made the cut somehow. Okay. Um, I've First known that I've game exists. It, yeah. I don't know anything about it really, other than that. Yeah, could be sweet. Uh, Monster Hunter Now. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. I don't know. I only played a little bit of it. But it's, it's fine, I guess. Uh, and Terra Nail made on yeah. there. So that's I didn't cool. even know that had a mobile. I'm, yeah, that's same. Sick. Same. same I'm for surprised me. Genshin Impact didn't make this list. Terra Nail is good. Right. Yeah. Genshin Impact's humongous. Yeah, I, I, but I think people, like Isla was saying, I think people do tend to go for the newer games. Yeah, I guess so. And, and the, these I mean, but the Genshin Impact's on stuff later on. It's on ongoing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, whatever. Warcraft Rumble snubbed. Yeah, Warcraft Rumble's really good. <laughs> or, it's really fun, at least. I don't know a lot about it. Yeah, I think it probably... I've had fun playing it. basically yeah. comes to a snub. Yeah. yeah. It basically does. Snub. Snub. Yeah. A timing snub. Um, snubbed by time, dude. <laughs> especially with Hello Kitty being on. Hey, I can't. I can't criticize. I've never heard of it. I have no idea. Yeah, I'd maybe have to it's see it. sick. Maybe. What is it called? Hello, Hello Kitty. Kitty Island Adventure. Download that. <laughs> Check it out right now. <laughs> you're not gonna play fucking Animal uh, Crossing, but you're oh downloading Hello Kitty Adventure. I just want to see it. Um, <laughs> what do you guys that played Ever Crisis think? I haven't played here? a ton of Ever Crisis. I mean, I can't get like super excited about like Omega Gotcha Final Fantasy stuff. Like right. it's cool and it looked. It was, like, fun when I played of it, but I've been holding out for a PC port, essentially, at this point. I don't want to play it on my phone. I don't like playing games on my phone that much. Right. So, but it seemed all right. Damiani played some of it and wasn't too happy about some of the grind monetization stuff. <laughs> it's like a, it's like an Animal Crossing. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. But, um, and it's weird because they're just, like, continually adding on to that game. So, I don't know. It's hard for me to get a good grasp on it. Right. Damiani. Yeah, uh, it wasn't really what I was looking for. Ever Crisis. It's got a nice presentation. Really fantastic music. Yeah, it does have some like it looks good, good visually. Uh, costumes. Costume. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, costume add-ons. Those are really nice. But in terms of the like the systems and how satisfying it was to just play, um, I uh, the what I played of Honkai Star Rail is just just a better game. Mm-hmm. It, it's more satisfying that level, even though they have similar elements uh, between the two. Uh, I just feel Honkai Star Rail is just like you know better, just better overall. So I would uh, definitely think you know yeah. it's a little bit more deserving. You can play that on desktop too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Best VR slash AR game. Mm-hmm. Gran Turismo Seven. So good. In VR. Sick. Humanity. Humanity's a cool game. Humanity's a cool game, but I like I can't even picture myself playing that in VR. So it's it's interesting you to gotta, think about that. You just got to experience it, blood. Yeah. Uh, Horizon, Call of the Mountain. Uh, it was okay. Lots of climbing. Yeah, yeah. Lots of, it's fine. It's fine. I wonder if it got on there because it's like a big VR game. You know, it's yeah. a Sony first party Bud- VR game. Ha- budget graphics. Yeah. It's a cool yeah. bow action. Yeah. yeah. This one, yeah, that Brad exactly what I thought. This one smacked of just like the most people had played that, and yeah. not a lot a of launch pe- game. probably a lot of people left this one blank. So yeah, I don't think it's like terrible or anything like that. It's just all right from what I played. Resident Evil Village, very good in VR. VR mode, really fun. Yeah. Uh, and Synapse, which I've yeah, heard, I heard about, was amazing. I, I heard it's yeah, fantastic. Have not tried. Dude, Ghost or sorry, Gran Turismo Seven in VR is 
amazing. I loved that game in VR. <laughs> it was so cool, man. It like transformed that whole game. It's fantastic. Yeah, I could see that winning. Yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah, you really you you feel like you're in yeah. that, that seat a lot. Village was really more. well done. Also, when mm-hmm. I played that game, like just shooting mm-hmm. someone in the face, like a mm-hmm. werewolf man in the face, real With close. The knife, like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, so fun. Yeah, it was really cool. The seventh guest obviously wouldn't have been good enough to get nominated, but I was actually pretty surprised by how good yeah. it was. Yeah. Oh, sorry. One more thing about uh, Village. Like, exploring those spaces in VR, like mm, the castle, right. was incredible. Like, just looking at every little detail around, everything was so well done. I loved it. Looking up at Lady D. Yeah, you like <laughs> scale. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> All right, now we're into the genre categories. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here we yeah, go. This is where it gets, this gets a little this rocky. This one's messy. Yeah, yeah. So, messy. So a little behind the scenes on this. When everyone sub- submits their genre categories, I start moving things around on would. our team. <laughs> I figured you would, Blood. Yeah. I knew you would. Because I have to I have to predict where the collective will put things. Um, and even I, on some of them, the I was collective. like, I am not sure. Yeah, it's... Because like I had to go through like the past years yeah. and like look at the nominations from the past years game awards and be like, okay, where mm-hmm. where do they put this series? Where do they put Resident yeah. Evil? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, you're you're bemoaning ongoing and community having best action and best action adventure is so stupid to me. Oh my god. It it makes sense in my head for sure, but the genre blending across the board, especially with RPG, is, is <laughs> yeah. crazy. Just call it best adventure game? Like, I don't know. The fact that the literal same word is in both categories is so right. crazy. I, the difference being that, like, action adventure is more combat-focused than, like, a quote-unquote pure adventure game might not have any kind of yeah. combat, whatever. Yeah. So. Then what's an action game? Uh, an action game is more on combat than anything. Don't make cry. I but guess. It's, it, right, all, but it all kind of doesn't make sense. It all doesn't make sense. That's my point. You jump yeah. in all of them. Uh, Armor Core 6, Dead Island 2, Sick. Ghost Runner 2, yeah. Hi-Fi Rush, and Remnant 2, all under best Really action. cool picks on there. Yeah. Obviously, but, Armored Core 6 is super good. Mm-hmm. I really like it. Ghost Runner 2, I was very impressed with what I played with that game also. I had yeah. a really good time playing that. Hi-Fi Rush, very great also. And Remnant 2, dude, shout out Remnant. Yeah. But I've also heard like people like things like, well, couldn't Remnant have gone in an RPG? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, Dead yeah. Island 2. Quite a lot of exploration in that game. It's XP. A little, it's a lot about going back and like looking yeah. for stuff in those levels. And it's a messy thing, blood. Yeah. yeah. Uh, best action adventure. We got Alan Wake Two. Nice. Spider Man Two. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil Four. And yeah, that's a perfect example. Like Resident Evil Four and Dead Island Two. Like the difference mainly being XP or something. First person Leveling versus third up. person. Like I don't know. <laughs> like you talk, do you talk? You talk to people that I like make choices and stuff, right? Yeah. There's like RPG elements yeah. in it, I guess. There's I more know. calm in it. Is the only thing I can think of. Resident Evil's pretty propulsive. You keep there's exploration and you're moving around. There's and always solving. new zombies showing up. Yeah. In Dead Island too. Maybe because there's yeah. like multiple characters you could play as too, right? Don't uh, you pick your character or something in Dead Island too? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm, I'm reaching yeah, your I'm blood. Reaching, I don't reaching. know. I haven't played Dead Island 2. Yeah. Those all seem like arguments against it being just action. <laughs> that's what we're saying. Yeah, yeah. that's what we're like, saying. Dead yeah. Island 2 feels like it should be in the action and adventure side of things yeah. if, if Resident Evil 4 is. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, 
mm-hmm. which makes sense in Metroidvania yep. Yep, 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 yep. style. That, to me, makes sense as an adventure game. Yeah. Uh, and then Tears of the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. That's a hell of a category. Yeah. Good grief. <laughs> Stacked category, Jeez. dude. Action-adventure. The Gosh. fact that Tears of the Kingdom is action-adventure and, and not RPG, but Final Fantasy sixteen is... RPG and not action adventure is very very odd to me. Yep. Yep. They probably just put Final Fantasy in there because it's historically RPG right. or whatever. Yeah. I mean, there's RPG elements in it, but it has more of an action focus for sure. Yeah. Fewer, I would say, RPG elements than Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you don't. If you don't level up in a game, they don't think it's an RPG. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, that's definitely a part of it. Call of Duty, dude. Crazy RPG. Yeah. Exactly. Jedi exactly, Survivor. <laughs> no, but you shoot up. more in a Huber. Don't you get it? Forza Motorsport RPG. You drive right there. more blood? Yeah. <laughs> Forza Motorsport? Yeah. <laughs> Car PG. He's so Wait, didn't they do Car that with PG. the new one? That was like a mechanic? Exactly. Car PG? Yeah. Oh Good gosh. lord. Uses multiple layers of well, leveling up. It didn't make... I don't think Forza made it on a lot of its stuff anyways. Yeah, it's only in the sports and racing yeah. category. Uh, before we go into the other genres, Damiani, thoughts on action versus action adventure stuff? Uh, maybe just make it action adventure RPG <laughs> category, and then let's get sports race like sports racing, and like let's make fewer categories with like more genres in them, so that we don't have to have these arguments, or we can just delete these altogether. Yeah, <laughs> allow ten nominees for these. Yeah, I mean, that might be the the solution, because I think part of this is like, well, let's make sure that more things get nominated. It makes more sense, yeah. But But I'll interrupt the flow of the show, blood. I I will say that I'm, I mean, it's weird technicalities, but like, I guess I'm happy that 16 is, we haven't gotten to it, is an RPG where it is, because of the stupid discourse around it. It's like, cool, they put in RPG, so whatever, more, more, you know, fuel to, you know, fan the flames of people getting annoyed that it was called an RPG when it's like, who cares? Whatever. Get owned. The team themselves called it an action game when we interviewed them. Yeah, they took action moments, but, they, but they've also they called it an RPG. Classified. So. Yeah, I think yeah. When, when it goes on sale and it goes in your little category yeah. box on PlayStation Store, I think they, it's still role-playing. They call any environment where it's linear and their enemies dungeon environments internally. Yeah, it's like even though they're like not dungeons, it's like field and dungeon environments. Like, yeah, they still use certain terminology, but yes, that's part of the problem. It's like not even not every region's even operating on like the same vocabulary. There's like no unified like agreement. So this way, these categories, it's like just make them more the bigger and cover like you know more of an umbrella thing where more things can just fit under it. So Brilliant. we can just. Yeah, yeah. Or or you, or you just go to thematics. There's detective games and horror games and fantasy. Games. Mm-hmm. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, two best RPG. We have Baldur's Gate three. Mm-hmm. We have Woo! Final Fantasy sixteen. Mm-hmm. We have Lies of Pete. We have Sea of Stars, which is nice to make the cut there. Yeah. And Starfield. No chain echoes. Duh. Damn. It's always so funny yeah. when uh, like a game of the year is nominated in a category because it's like Baldur's Gate three is nominated for game of the year, mm-hmm. and the other ones aren't. So it's like, oh sure, winner, yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> winner. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, Brad, you said uh, no chain echoes. I also say like a lot of people are kind of bummed that uh, Octopath Traveler two yeah didn't make mm. it either. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, especially like with the split on Starfield and and some split on Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. but it's like it's weird. It's yeah. just a classic case of five nominees or whatever. It's about it. It's all you can do. Uh, this one is like, especially because of the, like to me, Baldur's Gate and Sea of Stars are the most RPG in here, but Baldur's Gate is just like, the RPG, the best RPG, <laughs> like right. yeah. in in many many years. <laughs> I mean, Starfield's pretty damn RPG from what I played it. Yeah, he put it in good. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I think Baldur's Gate's a much better game than yeah. Starfield, but it's very much an RPG. Oh yeah, not disputing that. Baldur's Gate is incredible. I think Liza P is really good too, so that's cool to see it in there. That's an action adventure game. Yeah, well, don't you get it? You level up I in Liza I, P. I actually emphatically do not get it. That's the, the criteria. You level up. Okay. You level up in Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Yeah, you sure and do. And Spider-Man. You sure do. And Alan Wake, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that goes... That's just, like, because FromSoft games have been an RPG, mm-hmm. and a yeah. FromSoft-like, mm-hmm. then... Now it is, too. We're yep. beyond the pale here. <laughs> uh, very difficult category every year. Uh, best fighting game. Seafood. I think this is a, I think this is a less difficult is, difficult year, boy, yeah. compared well, to other years. it's difficult to f- fill out. No, 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 I'm just saying. We didn't have, to, we didn't have yeah. to put Sifu in a category, you know what I'm <laughs> right, saying? Right, Yeah, we've got God of Rock, Mortal Kombat 1, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2, Pocket Bravery, which I don't even have any mm-hmm. mental picture of that game, and Street Fighter Six. Yeah, uh, from what I've played on those, Street Fighter Six is like very good. Mm-hmm. From what I've played, I haven't played Mortal Kombat one, so I have no idea. But I right. was, yeah. when I played, this Street is Fighter still 6, a category where like, it's like Whoa. this is Street Fighter Six versus Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And the others are yeah, still as old as time. <laughs> as old as time. Yeah, back I mean, at great yeah. rivalry. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't want to anger anyone here, but like this is Street Fighter Six is to lose. It's not even close. Like, if somehow Mortal Kombat pulls this off, it really is just a popularity contest at this point. Because like, mm-hmm. no, like Street Fighter Six is just like hands, like it's just the best. <laughs> this is like the surest cat. This should be the surest category. <laughs> yeah, I've seen I think right so now, too. I'm sorry. Yeah. Next year will be more interesting, maybe. Like tech and yeah. Don just Don's eyes just sorry Don. I know Don's rolled angry. out of I'm his sorry. head and down the street. He <laughs> <laughs> was the most snotty little teenage girl eye roll I have ever seen come out of Don Castle <laughs> in my entire goddamn life. That is hilarious. Fantastic. Something I would say about this category that's funny to me is like, it, I, oh, I know we stretch to come up with you know enough nominees for some of these categories sometimes, but like it seems like the community is if a game that has 62 on Metacritic is being nominated for a Game of the Year award. Which which was that? God of Rock, oh, like a game yeah. I've never heard of that didn't review well. <laughs> right. Like, are we just do we just need to hit five? Like, is that what's happening? Essentially. I mean, that's, that's stupid. That's, yeah. It is. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> like, just nominate the ones that yeah. are good. Yeah. Guys. It would have been way better if it was just literally Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah, right. Epic. Even hype. Yeah, but I'm saying like, or or we need a a a category that's not limited to fighting. Like we need an overall like you know competitive multiplayer game category. Yeah, that's not that makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to (laughs) Sifu. Love that game. (laughs) Shout out. Uh. One that gets a little weird sometimes, but I kind of like most of what's on this list. Uh, best family game. 
Disney Illusion Island. Mm-hmm. Not forgotten. Nope. Really good pick there. Party Animals. Mm-hmm. Party Animals. That one's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pikmin 4, which is the one that I question a little bit. Uh, Sonic Superstars. Because it's not a family vibe or what? Yeah, because Pikmin 4 is still like a single player game for the. There's yeah, like a yeah. little bit of a multiplayer mode, but this got this it. category and is then Mario Brothers Wonder, yeah. best E-rated game. Yeah, usually like, this is the best is. Nintendo game category. Yeah. Thanks for letting me things in yeah, here this is, year, dude. It is. <laughs> was Mario Party last year? Super Mario Party or whatever? Oh yeah, it was, okay. it was a while back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Gosh, that one's so. Cool. I mean, from what I've played, it's, it's hard for me not to think Super Mario Brothers, but you know, I haven't played everything yet. Mm-hmm. Yo, Wario Wear is pretty hype. Yeah. Yeah. That, that <laughs> Wario is cool. That would have been better than party. Yeah. Oh, wait, it's family game. Sorry. Yeah. But fan, yeah, I mean, yeah, Mario, Wario Wear is perfect for family Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. I, I, I really do think it's like best family appropriate game, though. Like, that's how I think most people probably think most of it. Most E rated game. Yeah. Alan Wake 2, for sure. Alan Wake 2. <laughs> oh, here's a. Here's Face a, your demons, kid. Here's a conversation point, <laughs> mm-hmm. which we, we don't know that much about, but. Best sim strategy game. Should also be puzzle game. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. The, the sim and strategy is already a weird, messy category. But Yeah, they're very different. When you look at what's in here, Advance Wars 1 plus 2 Reboot Camp, City Skylines 2, Company of Heroes 3, Fire Emblem Engage, and Pikmin 4. And, uh, yeah, this this sparked a, con- uh, a conversation where people were saying, like, the, you know, they're 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 freelancers that mm-hmm. are specialists in this space mm-hmm. that outlets like IGN and GameSpot turn to for these kind of reviews, and mm-hmm. they weren't consulted for their yeah. Their isn't thoughts, that their the, votes. the responsibility of the outlet to handle that? That's my that's part of my argument. Yeah, but but yeah, it's like there's stuff like like Shadow Gambit. Shadow mm-hmm. Gambit didn't make it on here at all. And yeah, Advance I, Wars didn't need to be there. No. I, don't think I would so. say Fire Emblem Engage probably was not good enough to probably make this list. I feel like right. there's probably other strategy or sim games out uh, there. That Dune are, was another know, one that people suited. have been pointing out. Oh, yeah. Um, I love the OG Company of Heroes, and I've always meant to get to three, but yeah, Bummer. Yeah, that, I don't know what the story is on three, but it sounded like people had some mm-hmm. issues with, with, mm. with that being on the list, too. Issues? Yeah. Dang. So that's the thing. It was just like, it felt like, oh, these are the lists of recognizable names Mm -hmm. rather than best in the category. Yeah. Um, And even like, you know, City Skylines, you know, it's like. Don loves it. Bones are there, but I mean, when you put out a statement saying we're going to ship with a bunch of issues, like. Preemptive damage control. Yeah. I believe Don. (laughs) <laughs> with that though Don loves that game Don Don is in a catatonic state right now <laughs> <laughs> this is why he doesn't participate in this sort of thing he 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 was immobile and just just mumbled the bones are there and then he was like completely unmoving otherwise but I mean like even on like on the uh, sim side of things right like when you look at like a Terra Nail or you look at like even something like Fay Farm which you know maybe mm. not the most amazing game but I've I've seen people really get into that game, you know, and, um, mm-hmm. yeah. and there's a ton of that stuff in the indie space. Uh, Don gave me a 10 minute passionate rant about how City Skylines is absolutely yeah, incredible. It was on Frank Trap. I truly believe. <laughs> <him>. <laughs> so, yeah, 
Definitely, I, I definitely feel the sense that like, yeah, this is definitely a genre that's outside of my personal wheelhouse, but I, I, I hear what people are saying about it. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure there was like three Warhammer games that came out. <laughs> that could be on there. Total War did have something, but I don't know if anyone was speaking up for that one. <laughs> uh, best sports and racing game, which is hilarious for me because like, oh, I got half of this category. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, EA Sports uh, FC 24, F1 23, Forza Motorsport, Hot Wheels Unleashed 2, Turbocharged, and The Crew Motorfest. Blood, what do you think about them always combining this category? I mean, the it's, vibes, I guess, are kind of similar, but it's two completely different genres. Don't, don't you think that's a disservice to both? Uh, it's It's a little strange because I think when you look at something like F1 and you look at something like Forza and you look at something like WRC, that those really c- can kind of fit into sport in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I then mean, when you look at Hot Wheels, it's like, yeah. Hot Wheels is, uh, you know, like it's yeah. purely fantasy. You know, Mario Kart is like purely fantasy. Like it doesn't really fit. But I mean, yeah. at the same time, like you would put like a Mario Strikers in here if it was good enough, right? So, yeah. You're competing, I guess. For yeah. You. It makes yeah. more sense than Sim strategy when it's stuff like, yeah. Trucking Simulator 23 versus, you know, City Skylines 2 versus Company of Heroes 3. Like, those are <laughs> yeah. very different games. <laughs> yeah. Right. For sure. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah that's, a, that's another part of Sim we even think about, like Farming Simulator and all that Usually stuff. Usually there's one of those in there, but this year there wasn't. Yeah. Which one do you think, Blood? Hmm? Which one do you like the most out of those? Oh, out of these? Yeah. Uh, ooh. Um, I want to play WRC. And mm-hmm. I, that one, I think, got uh, snubbed, essentially, because oh, of the timing. Snubbed. Um, yeah, when Blood calls a snub. Yeah. I didn't, get, I didn't get to F1 this year. I didn't have time for that this year. There was something else that I was thinking of, too, that was... I'm Hot Wheels it. Oh, F-Zero. Where the crap is F-Zero on this list? There it is. Oh, There's no oh, F-Zero on this list. Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Blood's goatee. Snubbed. Oh, yeah. Frame trap. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Save that sorted out. Save it up. <laughs> Easily. Yo, that at zero over Forza and Hot Wheels and the crew. Come on. That is an insane snub, blood. That is a big <laughs> one. Blood is pissed. Yeah. Wow. You messed up. <laughs> uh best multiplayer. Baldur's Gate 3. Diablo 4. Mm-hmm. Party Animals. Mm-hmm. Party Animals hype. Street Fighter 6. And Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Yeah, this is a really good category. Wario is a weird one. I was going to say, that's my least favorite, I think, mm-hmm. out of the multiplayer. Like, Baldur's Gate 3 is fantastic because it, like, transforms the whole game and how you interact yeah, with you it. Yeah, play it very differently. Yeah. Diablo, obviously, with people's fun. Mm-hmm. Party Animals, Goofy Fun, Street Fighter, of course. Multiplayer is so important to that yeah. game. So yeah, the Mario Wonder's Lobby. Like, yeah, Mario is, like, yeah. it's a nice bonus. Yeah, it's a bonus. It feels like there's got to be a ton of other games out there that would have been a better pick. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I agree. Yeah. It, it did... Uh, it improved on past entries of the Mario series, 2D Mario Very true. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but there's another one. F-099. Better, better multiplayer. <laughs> yeah, like Mario Mortal, Wonder. There Mortal, you go. Mortal Kombat didn't make <laughs> it in here. What's that? Mortal Kombat didn't make true. it either. Yeah. Hmm. Think it has to do with that Jolly Lobby in Street Fighter? The maybe. Yeah, the fight area. Right yeah, could be. It's a space where you can really yeah. get together. Yeah, maybe Mario Wonder people are like thinking of like the ghosts or whatever, how yeah. that works. I yeah, mean, that's part it's, of it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I guess. 
Counter Strike Two didn't make the list. No, Counter Strike Two did not make the list. <laughs> uh, all right, this is one outside of most of my frame of reference, but you guys have been watching. Best adaptation. Sick. Castlevania Nocturne. Shout out. Gran Turismo. It was fun. It was fun. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> the Last of Us. Shout yep. out. Yeah. Yeah. The Super Mario Brothers movie. Mm-hmm. And Twisted Metal. Yeah. Twi- Twisted Metal sick. I forgot about it, dude. <laughs> yes. I feel like The Last of Us is going to win easily. Yeah, that's a lock yeah, for, sure. for Last just, of just Us. Just episode three alone is like God tier stuff. Yeah, wow. I'm glad Nocturne got in there. Mm-hmm. That's sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are all really good. Seriously. Yeah. Like, Gran Turismo is, is seriously a fun watch. I really liked it. But, uh, I mean, Last of Us takes that all day. Damiani? Oh, yeah. I thought Last of Us was fantastic. I think it, it's, 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 there's the win. Mm-hmm. Um, or there's a lose, sorry. Uh, I, I really enjoyed the Super Mario Brothers movie. I thought it was, like, fantastic. Um, but Last of Us is a... Uh, I put my money where my mouth is where it's a game where I was like I really would want to just watch this and watch it I was like this story is just so good I already played it story was good but like like it's just I don't know it's maybe some games just lend themselves better to this you know being adapted into a different medium and that's why it shined but like that production value the acting like it was just really good but yeah also shout outs to Nocturne um, like really thought it like stepped up um, a lot of expectation for that. I haven't seen GT and Twisted Metal though, um, but I know Huber. You say I they're really, good. Yeah, I like, but, like I, I, Twisted Metal grew on me so hard. It's got heart. Unexpectedly, it's not cringy like that first trailer they showed with like Sweet Tooth and yeah. stuff. Like it really. What a choice that was. It, yeah, and like horrible it, choice. And I know I'm not crazy because a lot of people that watch it were like, "Yo, it's actually yeah, really good." Like, that, yeah. "Yo, Twisted Metal's good." Yeah, it was it was good, um, but yeah, I just think yeah, we all know Last of Us is they should just like do it now, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah, and then finally, there's a little little bubblegum entry here. Most anticipated game, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Hades Two, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. Wow, making it up there. Most anticipated, Star Wars Outlaws. And Tekken 8. Just give it to Rebirth and move on. Yeah, give it to Rebirth. Rebirth. <laughs> I, 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 I Rebirth will like, win that. Yeah. But. I don't, I, yeah. Too, I'm excited for that. I'm, yeah, I'm more curious who comes in, like, I don't know if they reveal it, but who comes, like, in second and third and so on for yeah. this. Right. Because I think yeah, it's they a little won't bit more it, yeah. intriguing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, I'd guess Outlaws probably would be, like, the second most, would be my guess. Maybe? Yeah, Tekken maybe. might be the second, I think. Yeah, chat points out GTA 6 not being on there. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. That is... Uh, maybe because there hasn't the been a title. It's not even announced. Yeah, there's, there's no, no title. title. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Keely had to sign an NDA. He couldn't put it on here. as part of the Game Awards. Dang, no Kingdom Hearts 4. Yeah. No, I think... True. I think that game's not going to be anyone's radar until Rebirth's out. Yeah. Any other thoughts overall? That's that's it for the categories. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I do think that, like, obviously they're not... Like, this is... How how jank and weird some of these are is evidence that there's there's no tampering. 
because uh, everyone always blames Keeley. Like, oh, they call them the Keeleys, whatever, and like, whatever. Uh, it's not. It's just all the outlets like us yep. voting, and it's just a numbers thing. But I do wonder sometimes if there does need to be, like, not Keeley maybe, but like a council of elders or something to be like, that ain't no indie game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you well, know? I mean. Just like I, a little quality control on this stuff. But that's the one thing, like, I do wonder about, like, especially with, like, the action action adventure thing to where, like, I'm doing the invisible hand on my side yeah. with our votes to, like, put them where I think they're going to put them. But then when they get those votes in, right, and if, like, you know, they've got, like, 50 votes for, uh, let me see where they are. If they've got, like, 50 votes for Liza P in action adventure and they're like, well, we're going to shift that down to RPG. Right, like, they would <laughs> have know? to, right? But like, who's making that call? Right. I I get, for business reasons, it needs to be when it is. But, like, we can joke that it's like, oh, just some silly like game game of the year game awards. Like, it doesn't matter. It's just an awards. But like, to a lot of people, they do. To a lot of developers, they really matter. To a lot of fans, they really matter. So I just wish that it would be a little later. To yeah. to let it sit, to let the year itself, the calendar year, sit, and also give all these outlets more time to catch up on games. I mean, the holidays are when a lot of people go back and they finish a lot of these games and play a lot of these games. I just think you would get a more honest and a more accurate representation of the games yep. released in that year if it was just a little bit later. That's right. That's why we do ours in January. Shout out, like we're talking about game of the years already, and we're like yeah. in November. Yeah, it's like. Here's not over. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, though, because it's like a, lo- a lot of people bemoan or dislike the Game Awards. And, like, it is positioned when it is. And it is, it takes the shape that it takes because of money. And, like, be- mm-hmm. because it needs to make money. And it needs to have announcements and hype and all that stuff. Because, frankly, nobody would watch it otherwise. Like, awards shows don't traditionally perform as well like new awards shows don't perform as well generally and like even the old standbys like the grammys the oscars whatever like ratings have not been at their all-time high you know for a while and you know they have a lot of advertising and stuff too but it's like you got to pay the bills and in gaming i think like either it exists how it exists or it doesn't exist probably or it exists very small and no one watches it you know like yeah, and I think as you know, trailers being part of that formula, like the Game Awards is designed specifically for the people watching at home. Yeah. Whereas, like you're saying, the Oscars and the Grammys or whatever, they're they're designed for the people they're in the for, audience receiving yeah. the rewards. Yeah, and they're they're, those, they're they're about the awards. Yeah. Those shows have fallen off too, though, because nobody really has cable TV anymore, and it's on TV. Whereas these this award shows on the internet, like right on your computer, or laptop, or whatever. So, yeah, he's specifically going to every platform that he can get. Every yeah, yeah, all so many platforms. So, yeah, I just I wonder if it would be way less people watching if it was just oh, like sure. a yeah. month it later. Yeah, in it January, be, people would oh, be on in terms of the stuff. timing, I don't know yeah. if that really actually makes that big of a difference. I think announcement wise, it would. I for think sure. 
Uh, well, yeah, and I think that like he can get better access and better deals positioned at, right before holiday shopping mm-hmm. from the yeah. other outlets. Like, part of it too. Because, like, <laughs> something wins on December seventh, and then sells the another hundred thousand copies in Christmas. Like that, yeah. you know. Yeah, I can see that. It's for calculated. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. But like all, all that said, like I. I like the Game Awards and Love I'm very it. happy it exists. And like I would, I you know I kind of take it, warts and all, sort of. Like I, I I understand that it has to exist as it exists, to exist at all, and uh, I don't kind of hold it against itself, you know. Yeah. Which, I don't know. Yeah. I just want to see some orchestra playing Final Fantasy 16 music mm-hmm. and one of but those bands from Alan Wake 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the old gods well, of Asgard. They play 16 music, but it didn't make the goatee, so it's not going to be in the goatee montage. Yeah. It won't be in the goatee montage. That's true. But that yeah, doesn't mean it, doesn't, hoping it won't be there. Y'all That's right. It, it could still be there. There's still some hope. Dude. Because they did the God of War thing. I need to hear some yeah, Final Fantasy 16 music. A song. Or I'm docking points. <laughs> 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 but the, the Goatee games are going to make for one hell of a montage anyway, so. Yeah. Or uh, medley, I mean. Maybe they will get Sokin and Koji Fox on stage to do a performance. You, you wish. <laughs> <laughs> you and wish. Then, yeah, the mighty, mighty boss toads. Yeah, style. there the you hat. go. Bring the hat out. Yeah, the ties. Yeah. <laughs> I would be down. <laughs> right. Let's move on to some other stuff. Uh, Nintendo had an indie world uh, this week, Tuesday morning. Uh, not too long, about twenty minutes. Uh, I'd say this is probably like it's okay. Like, there's nothing that mm. stood out to me like super amazing here. Swimming, um, but uh, some some fun things in here. I'm not going to go over everything, but some highlights. Uh, first up, Shantae Advance, uh, which we heard about earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was that never completed. GBA sequel. Uh, they say better twenty two years late than never. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Top ten franchises I want to get into. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. But then every time I go to play one, it's like, oh, well, this is a sequel to this one and this one. It's like I, you don't have to worry that whoa. much about the continuity yet, especially considering this one never came out and like other things Blood, that happened in it were referenced in the future game. Blood, I love continuity, man. <laughs> All right, two. Well, now you can complete it. Now you can go detriment. from the Game Boy Color game <laughs> to this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, you can uh, dance to transform into an elephant or a monkey. Good. Great. Uh, you have this thing that they show where, like, you can like rearrange stages by swapping background and foreground mm-hmm. to like go to different Ooh. areas. Yeah, that is cool. I'm curious how that'll Jeez. work out. Alan Wake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they put in a f- new four-player battle mode. Um, okay. Yeah. That's okay. sweet. And then during the uh, direct, um, Matt and uh, Aaron uh, Boson were talking about a little bit but and then I realized it was Aaron that created Shantae oh so. yeah that's cool yeah Very. that's coming out 2024 um the next one I'll talk about is this is a, a kind of like it, it took me a minute to like figure out what the heck was going on here uh it's called On Your Tail uh and uh this is from an Italian dev called Memorable Games uh with Humble Publishing uh and it's and it's full of like a lot of like cat and dog people Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they were talking about just like the uh, 
the kind of vacation vibes, Huber, of like cool. going to some town on the coast and chilling out and all that. But at the same time, there is a masked menace Yo. <laughs> mm-hmm. in this town. So this like cool. you've got these like narrative life sim things going on where like you go to the beach, you hang out with your friends, you go to the arcade, you Yo, go fishing. Palace. But then you can also like look around and find clues to like f- figure out what's going on with this quote unquote masked menace. Mm-hmm. Cool. I don't even know what the masked menace is doing. Toby, dude, but, yeah. looking for tailed beasts. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of that. Um, yeah. uh, what's that? Oh crap! What is that game called? The uh, the follow up to Deadly Premonition Two. Um, oh, A Wonderful Life. Yeah, it kind of. Felt oh like yeah. That, sorta. Yeah. Yeah, that's also coming. Good life. The good life. Good yeah. life. That's it. Yeah, Harvest Moon was a wonderful life. Characters yeah. kind of reminded me of Dust in Elysian Tale. Mm. Oh. Yeah. We ever getting a sequel to that? Damn, I like that game. Maybe that was so there was something ago. about that. I don't remember. I think it's like one or like a couple people make it. Mm. Even like one person. Next up is Howl, Huber. Uh, Howl. So this is interesting. It's got kind of like a sketchbook, uh, s- storybook kind of style to the graphics. Sick. Uh, and it's it's sort of like Big Bad Wolf, Brad. Yeah, oh, it's man. sort of like a top-down <laughs> tactical game, mm. uh, but it's but it also kind of described it as like turn-based puzzles, uh, and so Yo, it's, feel the kill. So it sounds like you can go like up to six turns in advance, and you kind of have to predict where the enemies are going to yeah, move. Yeah, it's going to be a oh, big trial dude. and error game. Yeah, there's a game on the play date uh, made. Uh, which game was it? It was called like Zipper or something like that. Oh you, yeah. You played as a as a like a ninja trying to infiltrate um, a shogun or whatever, uh, and it was pretty much like that, and it was sick. This looks cool. Yeah. Did Zach, Ga- who made that one? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember who who, who made that one. This is but this is uh so you have these like kind of wolf slash werewolves. Um, and body. Wow. Okay. That they they infect people through sound. Hmm. They howl, and then people get infected howl. by the howl. Oh. And your character is deaf, so she's immune. Awesome That's premise. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you're going through in search of a cure. Uh, they say there's uh, 60 levels across four chapters, uh, and then there's, like, routes on the world map to, like, pick where you're going to go and unlock cool. different skills and stuff like that. That was that came out that day. That came out Tuesday. Woo! 15 bucks. On Switch and Oh, Steam. nice. So. Shadow drop. Friendly. Uh, next up is Backpack Hero, uh, which you might be like, didn't that game come out already? This was uh, originally an Itch.io game that got a Kickstarter for a f- bigger, fuller version. Uh, it's a roguelite dungeon crawler focused on how you manage your backpack. It's great. So it's kind of like the, the attache case in Resident mm-hmm. Evil. Definitely. But where things are in approximation to each other, like, changes their effects. Oh, I see. So, like, if you have, like, two weapons next to each other, like, then they're, they're, st- they're stronger attack or mm-hmm. whatever like that. It's uh, interesting. There are a few games like this right now. I can't remember what the other one's called, but it's, it's like a save room com- combo with uh, vampire survivors, sort mm-hmm. of. Um, this one also, the bottom part, reminds me of a phone game that I liked a lot called 10 Million. Yo, rebuild your town? Yeah, so you, you go out and you loot, and then you come back and, and build your town up. 
this game looks sick. Yeah, it looks fun. And then, uh, ooh, this one is for Damiani and Brad. Blade Chimera. This Blade is a side-scrolling Metroidvania from Team Ladybug. Do you recognize that name? Don't think they do. No. Same team as Deedlet and Wonder Labyrinth. Oh, oh, it does oh. look like it immediately. Oh. That game was kind of yeah. Funny. So yeah, in this, it's happening in future Osaka. It's fucking sick. Uh, cyberpunk sick environments frog, where dudes. you're protecting the city from demon attacks. Uh, you've got a whole bunch of different weapons that you pick up along the way, but your main weapon is actually a demon sword uh, called the Luminous Sword. Uh, that uh, it can like transform into different things that you come across in the world. Like it like has Sword like, Brothers, this, dude. This uh, like time restoration Ooh. kind of thing, so it can like recreate platforms or mm-hmm. bridges or staircases or whatever. Um, yeah, so it's like a demon slash yeah. ghost. Uh, yeah. I'll play that game. Yeah. I like Deedlit and Wonder Labyrinth a lot. So I'm happy to see them doing another game. Yeah. Hell yeah, I'll play that game. Sam, I try to play every Metroidvania there is. <laughs> it is like my life mission. Oh. <laughs> There's a lot. <laughs> I know. Um, that comes out in spring 2024. Dominic, oh. what, what do you think of, of Metroidvania that? Metroidvania is like relax my brain in the best way. <laughs> yeah, what do you think, Dominic? Uh Yeah, Dilet felt great. Like control wise, so them getting another getting another crack at this is amazing, and different you know vibes and setting like down, totally down for this. Yeah, when's that out? Spring. That spring. Spring. Yeah. Uh, next up is a Highland song, uh, which is like I've gone back and forth on this. Like I've, I've I've got mixed impressions, but it's interesting the way that this game sort of plays with scale. It zooms in and out a lot as you're exploring, uh, and you're—it's like a side-scrolling platformer, but you're exploring these like big um, Scottish Highlands. And then there's parts, yeah, where you're like they're like rhythm game, like you're like following a deer or whatever Santa across the hills. Hearts vibes with that deer. Yeah. Uh, there's also a part where she's just like running like straight across the water, and I'm like, is it shallow or is she like <laughs> actually running on top of the water? Um, and then uh, it does. Um, what's that game called? Anyways, it's got a, a thing where like her like words will like kind of pop Oxenfree? up in, in her handwriting. What's well, not Oxenfree that I was thinking? It was like um, Lost Words. That was lost it. Words. Oh yeah, Lost Words. This gives me some of those vibes. Oh, it used Inkle. That's interesting. Um, and then um, yeah, the narrative adapts based on the different routes that you take. That um, makes sense for being an Inkle mm-hmm. based game. Inkle is sort of like twine. A lot, a lot of games are kind of uh, developed in that, or like pre preconceived in that. Got it. Uh, and this one's out soon. This is December fifth. Oh wow, that is soon. That one comes out. Um, next up, we've got Moonstone Island, uh, which kind of similar to the the Backpack Hero is you, you go out and collect stuff and then come back and and build your town, uh, but. Uh, oh. They've got a hundred procedurally generated islands. Um, it's got creature collecting, kind of like Pokemon. It's got dungeon crawling. It's got deck building. It's got a whole all the wow, life sim stuff lo- going wow. on. <laughs> Lifestyle game. Yeah. <laughs> all the islands are up in the sky, and then your town is back down on Earth. It's not a game. It's lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Uh, they have about sixty different adorable spirits uh, that you can capture and collect. Uh, Card based combat, and then. Uh, 
you got a cute little glider that you go up to the different islands on. And then, yeah, in town, along with, like, all the building and farming and stuff, you've got the romance options, too. Mm-hmm. So hits a lot of those different indie bases. All the indie check boxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Coming in spring. And then um, they did uh, a few other things. Outer Wilds coming to Switch oh. on December 7th. How does that run? Uh, it's looking switchy. Yeah. yeah like, I, I think know. it runs okay, but it's looking kind of, like, looking muddy switchy. and blurry. You know? Looking yeah. kind of dumb with its finger in her thumb. Uh, it doesn't... It for the Switch, too. Shape of an L in her forehead. Yeah, it does include Echoes of the Eye with the full package. So. Oh, that's good. Um, and then they had a montage at the end that had Planet of Lana, Heavenly Bodies, The Gecko Gods, Passport Out 2, which is out now as well. Uh, but the one that caught my eye here uh, in the montage is called uh, Urban Myth Disillusion Center. Uh, you can play this. This is like some anime horror craziness. I actually found the Japanese trailer, which was longer than it was in the montage. Um, but, yeah, That's I don't rad. know what's going on in this game, but it's it's got a vibe. For yeah, me. sick as shit. Really cool vibe. <laughs> Some, uh, yeah, definitely something like... Uh, I, I was going to say, it seems like a, a visual novel almost. A lot of these, how they're talking to characters, but maybe it's like a more of an adventure game. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, okay. There's definitely, like, moving around and stuff. Yeah, it switches between like side scrolling bits and okay, and that's neat. Some stuff on like your phone, looking at different text mm-hmm. messages and stuff. That it, guy in the red coat reminds me of Boogie Pop Phantom kind mm. of. And then the big character portraits. Yeah, yeah, it looks cool actually. Really cool. And that is just 2024. So cool, but yeah, so there it is. Not bad, yeah. Not bad. Some cool stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Not amazing, but not bad. Damian, you have any thoughts overall on that? For a Nintendo Indie World, it's a bit lighter, uh, I think. I, yeah, I really didn't tune into it and then didn't really hear there anything like big news from it. So, yeah, not much. Sorry, not much to really say on it. It's not really my cup of tea sometimes. For sure. All right, we've got more news to come, but if you've been enjoying the show so far, please take a second to like and subscribe and ring that bell on YouTube. It helps us, and it helps you stay connected. And now, a word from our sponsors. It's the holiday season, and food is sometimes one of the first things people think about when they think about the holidays. Here in America, we've got Thanksgiving, and, you know, your roast hams and and, and beast, roast beast and turkeys and what have you for Christmas are a big deal. Uh, But there's another thing that I forget about is feeding myself (laughs) when I'm cooking for other people. And stuff like that. Sometimes I, uh, you know, get a little hungry before the turkey is done. And I could use something that's convenient and ready-made. Like Factor. Factor is great. It's America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service. It can keep you, like, good and ready to go on your feet through the bonkers holiday season. They've got breakfast, lunch, dinner, chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You save time, eat well, and stay on track with a healthy lifestyle, all while tackling your holiday to-dos. If you're too busy with holiday plans to cook, but want to make sure you're eating well, with Factor, you can skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too, while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat up and enjoy Looking for special occasion meals during the holidays? Level up with Gourmet Plus options, prepared to perfection by chefs and ready to eat in record time. 
Enjoy premium ingredients like broccolini, leeks, truffle butter, and asparagus. When you're too busy running around to plan lunch, Factor has you covered with lunch to go. Effortless, wholesome meals like grain bowls and salad toppers uh, that are ready to eat when you're on the go. No microwave required. I am getting very hungry just reading this right now. If you need low calorie options, extra boost of energy, they've got stuff to cover you. And you can enjoy extra convenience any time of day with an assortment of 45 more than 45 add-ons to suit various preferences and tastes. Choose from breakfast items like delicious apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, potato, egg, and bacon, breakfast skillets, or for an easy wellness boost, try refreshing beverage options like cold-pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. Head to factormeals.com allies50 and use code allies50 to get 50% off that's code allies50 at factormeals.com slash allies50 to get 50% off. Check it out. And if you are a patron of Easy Allies, thank you. All right. It's time for the October sales report. Yes, sir. Let's do it. From Matt Piscatella at Circana. Uh, we'll go through some uh, some notes first before we get Spider into that top two. 20. Oh, yeah. We got some Spider-Man for sure. Um, actually, we have a lot of new stuff, so this will be, it'll be yeah, fun to, cool. to go through all the new ones. Your uh, spending on uh, content, hardware, and accessories fell 5% uh, from a year ago to $4 billion. <laughs> uh, declines were experienced across all categories. The dip was partially driven. By Call of Duty moving months. Yes, definitely. <laughs> That's the thing. When you have these comparisons, it's like, why did it go down this year? Oh, Call, Call, of Duty. Of Duty. Call of Duty moved a couple weeks, and it changed everything. Even when it, it's bad, it carries. <laughs> uh, Circana is also tracking active player time now across Steam, Xbox, oh, and PlayStation. Okay. The finals from Embark Studios held an open beta on Steam during October, helping the title rank fourth Overall, in Steam monthly active users in the U.S. Wow. Only Counter-Strike 2, Baldur's Gate 3, and Cyberpunk 2077 were higher. Wow. Crazy. For a beta, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. played it games cool. on Steam. It looked really cool. Uh, Alan Wake 2 is not included no. because Epic is not part of their tracking. Um, and uh, it did not rank among the top 150 titles on the active users. Uh, on PlayStation, Xbox, uh, and of course, it's not on Steam. So, right. Uh, and he, he he followed this up by saying it's at the tail end of the tracking period too. Yes, there's only a couple of days. Keeper in looked there. very alarmed. I'm concerned. Uh, and they're saying uh, with nominations for end of the year awards, it could see a boost. Yeah. And strong legs yes. in November and December. And quote, what? Alan Wake Two would have likely benefited from having a physical release, in my opinion. Mm. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people going back to catch up on Alan Wake 1 because they missed it the first time around. I feel like that's a factor. I've seen that too. Yeah. So give people time and give it some uh, awards shine. I think that game will have legs. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, especially now that nominations are Mm -hmm. out. Yeah. Uh, On hardware, uh, PS5 was the best-selling hardware platform in both unit and dollar sales during October. Xbox ranked second in dollar sales. Switch was second in units. 
Um, but overall, video game hardware spending fell 23% mm-hmm. compared to last year to $327 million. All current generation consoles experienced double-digit percentage decline in dollar sales compared to a year ago. Uh, year-to-date hardware spending was 6% higher when compared to the same period in 2022 at $4 billion. So down for the month, still up for the year. Mm-hmm. Uh they said it was not surprising, uh, but likely below what manufacturers are hoping for. So look for more discounts and promotions to come. Yep. Um, and the market needs new Nintendo hardware in 2024. Still projecting a second half release. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in terms of accessories, uh, that PS5 controller, Midnight Black. Oh. Was the month's best-selling accessory. Oh. Yeah, it's a nice one. Feels like those dual senses are always up there. Yeah, because they break. <laughs> that's that's f- funny. Huber's had a lot of broken controllers yeah. for some reason. All right, he grips too hard. Oh, don't. Top twenty, almost half of which are new. Robocop. No. I saw number one oh. already today. So yeah, it's, it's Spider Man. Yeah. Well, it's Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> Spider Man, two, is the f- number one for October. Also, instantly became the fourth best-selling game of the year. Pretty crazy. Whoa. Pretty crazy. This late year. Crazy. Spider-Man. One platform. Dude. Spider-Man as a character is so popular. Yeah. So, <laughs> yep. That makes sense. Launch um, month dollar sales of Spider-Man Two exceeded those of September 2018's Marvel Spider-Man by a double-digit percentage. Wow. Nice. That's insane. PS4 had a healthy install base around Do that Spider-Man? time too. Double the, double the digits. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Good point, Tommy. All right, we got eight more games. October releases. Well, Mario's on there somewhere. Mario Mario's yeah. number two. Yeah. Mario's definitely. number two. Nice. Uh, it currently ranks as the 21st best-selling game of 2023, year-to-date. However, mm. Nintendo does not share digital. Nope. So that makes a difference. That's yes. true. It sure does. Zelda. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to know where Zelda is? Uh, yep. Oh, okay. We haven't even we haven't even gotten through the new ones, but uh, Zelda is not there this month. Nope. Oh shit! Fifty Ooh. million in jeopardy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah that's true. <laughs> All right, Huber. Um, I'm gonna say Cyberpunk because uh, I played it too. Cyberpunk. What were you gonna say, Tommy? No Cyberpunk. No Cyberpunk. Uh, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Mirage. The beginning of the month. Yeah, where's Mer- uh, please tell me, did Will? Third place. Nice. People pointing that out. Classic Heck yeah. Where's PC. Call of Duty? Call of Duty will be next month. On November. No, no, no. Modern oh. Warfare 2. Oh, Modern yeah. Warfare 2 is at 11. Oh, close. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, got what else can I not Oh, Six some new games. Oh, football uh, club? Uh, football club, not new. That's in fifth place, though. Oh, right. But we do have some nice. sports games in the mix. <laughs> oh, Madden's going to be on there. And NBA story. 2K. Yeah, Both from NBA. previous months, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, NBA is 13. Madden is fourth. Madden's holding strong. Right. Uh, new game. Because Mar- we said Mario. Sonic also came out that month. Yep, Sonic so, is in ninth place. Side-scrolling. Oh, it made it? Nice. Yep. Good for Sonic. We've got two sports oh. games, and uh, oh wait, was Forza on there? Forza, yep, seventeenth place. Okay. 
Oh, coming 17. in. Ooh, wow. Forza. Not a big debut for no, Forza. No. But I remember the Game Pass is there. Yeah, too. I know. Yeah. I know. Resident Evil 4? Um, no, 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 no. Oh, no Resident Evil 4. We've got four new ones still, though. Four new ones. Did. Okay. Did. Metal Gear Collection. Yes. Great call. 12th man. place. Did where to go? Wow, 12th place. Power of Metal Gear. Okay. <laughs> Hoping that's for a little higher. Than, okay. Dude, that's okay. more than I thought I would have done. Yeah, it's pretty good okay. for just yeah. a collection of old yeah. games without much being Metal done. Metal Gear Solid 1 being available again, I thought was like a big deal. Yeah. For like uh, maybe. people our age. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, almost there. There's two sports games still haven't been guessed, and we've got what one other newbie. Out? What other sports games? Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, tennis, soccer. Some other like recent game. Did we say FIFA? You uh, did. Wrestling. So yeah. Was it like F1 or the WRC game or something? Uh, WRC came out later. Uh, oh. NHL 24. Oh, NHL. Okay, uh, NHL hockey. And UFC 5. UFC. UFC. Oh, UFC. Not wrestling, UFC. There so you go. So we got okay. one more left that multiple people on this panel have played. A new uh, game? Yeah, new, new game. game. Not Alan Wake. Wake. Uh, what? <laughs> uh, huh? Multiple people have played. I don't know what I play anymore. Yeah, I don't know. Any guesses, Isla? What came out last month? No idea. No idea. I All have right. no memories of anything that's ever In 20th happened. place, no Lords of the Fallen. Lords of the Fallen. Lords of the Fallen. <laughs> what is that? That feels like a long time ago for me. For some reason. <laughs> that was last month. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Anything else you want to look at before we go through this whole list? Where's Mario Kart? Yo. GTA. Mario Kart is not here. Oh. GTA 5. For it's real. Now that 6 out. is coming. There's no GTA 5. GTA 5. Come on. Mm-mm. Dead franchise. Uh, this, Dead game. Two, I'd be curious about. Uh, you know, so she said no Mario Kart, no Z no Zelda. Did what's the other big one that's been on the? Is Elden Ring still on the list somewhere? Fifteenth. And call. is Hogwarts, Hogwarts still on the list somewhere? Tenth. Tenth. What about is Armored Core okay. anywhere around there? No Armored Core. Dang. Shit. Shit. All right. We'll go through the yeah, whole. Yeah, go thing. through it. Twentieth. Lords of the Fallen. Nineteenth. Mm -hmm. Minecraft. Oh, hanging in there. <laughs> yeah, of course. 18th, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Oh, nice. 17th nice. is Forza. Yeah. 16th, The Crew Motorfest. Wow. Still hanging okay, in. Okay, The Crew. 15th is Elden Ring. 14th, Starfield. Dropped oh. from first place last month to 14th. Wow, that's a big drop. 13th is NBA. Uh, 12th is Metal Gear. 11th is Modern Warfare 2. 10th is Hogwarts, 9th is Sonic, 8th is NHL, 7th is UFC, 6th, Mortal Kombat 1. Yeah, MK1. Yeah. Hanging in there strong. Get your microtransactions. Yep. Get them out. <laughs> Get them out for Ed. 5th <laughs> was uh, Football Club, 4th is NFL, Madden, 3 is Assassin's Creed, 2 is Mario, and 1 is Spider-Man 2. Hell of a month. Says Creed. Nice. Yeah. I mean, it's a big franchise. franchise. is alive and kicking. <laughs> it's a li like, you know, that's a little surprising that it's so high up there. And, you know, yeah. people really wanted this this throwback. And it's... Wasn't, like, Odyssey the highest selling one ever? Or Valhalla something? Yeah. was Valhalla, the highest. I mean, but yeah. after Valhalla for a little bit, there, there was some major fatigue going. Yeah, they took a was, bunch of years off. There was no game, though. Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't, like, a game that came out and did bad. Yeah. 
Well, and it kind of shows that like they can put out a smaller game and yeah. maybe it won't break records, but people hopefully, are still going to go for it. Yeah. It's encouraging, so hopefully they continue that yeah. trend it feels that like yeah. style. It feels almost like a Madden, dude, where they can just put out whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be fun. <laughs> yeah. It'll be all right. Yeah. No, it's that screen? Yeah. They definitely had a dip after Unity. I mean, they had a yeah. dip, but didn't die or anything like right, that. Right, yeah. right. It's in no danger. In zero danger. Yeah. It's their cash cow, dude. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to move on to something weird here. Okay. Let's stuff. get weird. I you got have a physical stuff. He's got to a prop trunk, dude. He's like Carrot Top. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, so they sent us this stuff uh, a while back. Uh, this is the Genki Alpine Collection uh, hardware. So, the, here's the thing. I don't happening? do hardware stuff. I'm not a technical guy. What is generally. going on? I'm alarmed. Yeah, um, what the hell? But uh, we do a lot of capture, right? Yeah, So this is true. perspective of like somebody oh, yeah. who does a lot of capture. Once it's like, I'll check out a capture device or whatever. So we got these things in. Don took them home and tried to get them work and had issues. And then October happened. So we didn't get up there before um, the... Um, yeah, we'll put this guy over here for now. Um, but I don't know if, what you can see there. <laughs> I got a book. Yeah, we can see it. Nice. Um, but yeah, so the the Kickstarter actually did really well. They got 791000 for a 50000 oh, goal. Wow, that's a lot. 5500 backers. Wow. Um, and yeah, there's three devices, so I'm going to go through one one at a time. So this is the, sh- the one that we're looking at right now. It's the Shadowcast 2 Pro. Shadowcast sounds like a Baldur's Gate move. <laughs> Shadow character, uh, and this is going to go for 160 retail. Okay. If you're on the Kickstarter, you got like discounts and stuff like that. Um, so the main one of the main differences is before they didn't have a pass through. Um, so now you've got like a like the input and then the pass through, and then you've also got um, uh, mic and headphones like right on the unit itself. Nice. Uh, so this guy. They say uh, it does up to 4K60. Okay. Um, I was messing around with it, and um, I've tried. What's one of the things that's a little weird is that their app isn't like updated to use the new devices yet. So the only way I could really test it out was with OBS. Mm-hmm. And so like some of this is with kind of like, you know, the caveat that like, okay, I'm just trying this out like with my laptop, which is a fairly capable laptop. And like I'm testing this out versus like my old Elgato HD60, like not even the S, like the regular oh, HD60. Oh wow! Okay. And so I was, you know, I set up things in OBS, and I like I ran uh, Hot Wheels and a little bit of Thirsty Suitors, but Hot Wheels mainly because like that's a smooth like yeah, 60 frames yeah, yeah, per second game. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like at 1080 60, like it wasn't quite as smooth mm-hmm. as the old Elgato footage, but it was like one of those things where it's like, you've got to be like eyeballing that thing and it's like, I don't even know. Like, it, it could be just like weird like case by case. Like, mm-hmm. maybe if I did it five minutes later, I would get a smoother result. But I just like, I had done several clips. Yeah. And it's also like pre-release yeah, stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, you said like, like maybe they're gonna have software more wasn't firmware fully, updates and yeah, that kind of thing yeah, for the I production so. models and yeah. stuff like that. Um. When I tried, I brought it in here and I tried um, 4K uh, 60, that was definitely not working with this laptop. Sure. That was not happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's pretty demanding. Um, it wasn't too bad, honestly, like if you weren't trying to be do something professional with it, like if you're just going to be like a hobby mm-hmm. video or whatever, like, but it was sort of like, it looked like you're 
like even though I was like seeing like a smooth 60 on screen, I was getting the result looked closer to like maybe 30 or maybe like a little in between, like maybe it was like 40 something. But oh, the like, FPS? Yeah, yeah. Like it was, like it wasn't mm, stuttery, but it wasn't like as yeah, that's definitely not as smooth as as what was happening on, yeah. when I was playing it. Uh, what else do I want to bring up on this thing? Um, the uh, oh yeah, there's you know there's no lag with the pass through, so the pass through is Great. nice. The other thing that that you can do with the pass through is that like you can record in 1080 on OBS, but then be going to 4K on your TV. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah, that is very That's nice. What I do. Yeah, uh, the other thing I do yeah. want to say that I hope they change for the final. This is the tiny little cable. <laughs> oh yeah, that's really this shorty little cable that they put with yeah, these no. devices, and I'm like, ah, uh, that's not gonna do it. No. Uh, thankfully, there's another thing that we'll get to in a minute that had a longer cable. Um, so yeah, so there's that. That's the Pro, the Shadowcast 2 Pro. Pro. Um, now this next thing is wild. Where is it? This is the regular Shadowcast 2. This is oh. a teeny baby. <laughs> Whoa. This is a tiny, teeny Whoa. little baby. Oh. <laughs> that is yeah. funny. It goes directly into the HDMI port and then the USB out. Damn. Which, that again, another tiny little cable because the box of this thing is tiny. I'm not even going to take yeah, it out. Like but little... you, can, you, can under, you can get an idea of how short that cable is going to be inside that box. Yeah, it's That's... like a little USB. Yeah. <laughs> Um, That's wild. So yeah, so you can plug this guy in to your HDMI port and then plug it into your computer and OBS and capture 108060. Jeez. Um, and the results were similar to what I got with the other guy in terms of the 108060 capture. Um, the main difference is though, because this doesn't have pass-through, you need to be playing in OBS. Like you need to be looking at your laptop or your PC I while see. you're playing the game. Uh, but it was, other than that, it was fine. Yeah, uh, it's a cool little, like, maybe emergency situation yeah. or something. Yeah, it's like if you need something that's, like, really portable, it's like, yeah. it doesn't get more portable Yeah, that's that. really cool, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then this thing, uh, this guy, this now this is the guy that comes with a nice beefy cable. Yeah, that's this good. Is, this is beautiful. Uh, this is the Covert Dock. Covert? So this thing right here plugs into the wall, and it also comes with all the other, like, international plugs. But it does everything that your switch dock does. So you just plug that sucker into the wall, and then you plug your <laughs> HDMI cable in and your USB cable in to your switch, and you're good to go. And that's all you need. Whoa. You don't need the power brick. You don't need the dock. Also, it works with the Steam Deck. Oh. Yo. And uh, phones and iPads and stuff, too. Wow. Shit. Dude, that thing this is cool. thing is sick. That, this is yeah. some, like, real trade craft here. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is going to retail at $60. <laughs> shit. Which, compared to a new Switch dock, that's like $70 for a Switch dock. Or uh, $90 for the Steam Deck dock, which the Steam Ooh. Deck doesn't come with a dock. Gabe. True. Yeah. why they call it covert, too. How much is this? Crazy. 60 60 uh, and it has 4K support too for the Steam Deck. Shit, cool. I've I've bought like four Switch docks and a Steam Deck dock over the years, <laughs> like an idiot. Yeah, and you can just stick this thing in your pocket, plug it into the wall. There you go. There's your dock. Wow. Maybe if you got big old Jinko pockets. Um, sure. <laughs> I mean, you can put it in a backpack pocket too, but it's not yeah. that big. It's, that thing ain't fitting in no lady pockets. Is all I'm saying. I mean, it's smaller than his phone here. 
it's yeah. a, it's pretty it's pretty small. It's the width that can, we don't need to get into an argument. <laughs> <laughs> it's right now. Um yeah, and they the uh, the original covert dock was like uh, thirty watts. This is forty five watts. So faster charging. Ten all away, around. dude. Ten away, Huber. Yeah. Uh, what, a tease. what a tease! What a tease! We almost had it. <laughs> but yeah, I thought, I thought this thing was actually pretty cool. I don't know how much I would actually use it, but yeah, that is cool though. If you didn't want to bring a dock and all that crap with you, then there you go. Going on a vacation, very easy. Yeah. So there it is. There's my weird little hardware report. I didn't know what to do with it. Yeah, I didn't throw it in the podcast. I was not expecting yeah, that. Digital foundry cool. over yeah, here, blood, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Chat was like, "What is this an ad? What's happening?" It's not an ad. And I was like, "No, it's not an ad." It's they, just impressions. They Blood, sent us these. Blood's just hyped on it. Yeah. Blood has gone rogue. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I dig it. Yeah, Blood. Yeah. The Blood Report. Blood Report. Yeah. The Blood Hardware Report. Blood on the paper. Blood right. on the gear. Layoffs this week. Oh. oh, way to bring us down. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. There's a lot. Uh, Warframe developer Digital Extremes laid off 30 as they're closing their publishing division. So mm. they're no longer going to no be publishing. publishing other companies' games. Interesting. Uh, and Wayfinder, which they were going to be publishing, uh, they returned control of that to Airship Syndicate to shop that around or self-publish or whatever mm-hmm. they're going to do with that. Uh, Samurai Punk, the Australian developers behind Screensheet. We the American were just dream. talking about screen sheet on stream. Yeah, they're closing their doors after ten years. Oh man! Oh. They made screen nine games good. in all in ten years. Yeah, wow, that's very fast, impressive. Damn, dude! Shout out screen sheet. Shout out. Long live screen sheet. Long live yeah. screen sheet. Uh, Amazon Games is laying off 180 employees, Ooh, including the entirety of the Crown Channel. Which I it was one of those things that I didn't even know existed until like a month ago. Where oh. like that was that weird thing that suddenly had like a million views on Twitch, and everyone was like, "What is this?" Yeah, so it's an Amazon G4 essentially. There's like there was yeah. high budget stuff. Oh. Like I watched this thing that like yeah. Trisha Hirschberger and Susie and I think Paris and somebody else uh, were on there talking about cyberpunk lore. And I was like, what is this yeah. thing? I'd never heard Dude. of the channel. It was super high budget, like cameras on like cranes and stuff moving around and like really high end set. I'm like, what is happening here? That thing just came out. Yeah, I don't know when Ooh. it came out, I, but it's gone now. Jeez, that's not good. Uh, uh, did they say anything about like new world developers or anything like that? They didn't. Okay. Uh, this is Amazon's second round of cuts this year, though. Oh, okay, so. jeez. Has any, have any expansions come out for New World? Yeah. Or is it just... Like, oh, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 they're yeah, still bringing yeah. up stuff. They just yeah. had one pretty recently. Nice. Yeah, I haven't been following. Mm-hmm. Nice. And they still got Blue Protocol coming, too. Yeah. They're yeah. publishing. They're publishing. They're involved yeah. with that, yeah. Yeah. Um, Digital Bros, the parent company of 505 Games, is letting go of about... 30% of its workforce. Jeez Louise. What uh, is happening? And what's worse, they're saying that they're now going to focus more on established franchises and sequels rather than new IP. I mean, I I get it doing that financially. But uh, ideally yeah. you would do both. <laughs> That's but rough. Yeah. Yes. But these are rough. you know, these are the guys that published uh Bloodstained. Yeah. And Bloodstained uh, too. didn't they Death publish Control? Control. Yeah, they did publish it. So, brutal, man. Uh, Humble Games also laid off employees this week, uh, but they have not confirmed the exact number. 
and while they haven't been announced yet, it seems likely that Unity will see even more layoffs. Uh, quote, though the company reported Q3 earnings within expectations, the company says it will likely implement layoffs and other measures to improve profitability metrics. Jeez. Goddamn percentage. Yeah. Ripley, you know. You don't see them fucking each other over for a goddamn percentage. (laughs) Burke! Yeah, she's right. Yeah. Also this week, on the flip side of things, Atlas is raising employees' average annual salary by 15%. Hell yeah, there you go. After having already raised it by 5% earlier this year. Hell yeah, way to go. Uh, And they will be giving staff performance bonuses based on worldwide profits. Oh. Uh, The move comes in response to its titles garnering worldwide recognition and the need to attract and retain talent to promote global expansion. Global expansion. (laughs) More Persona 5 (laughs) spinoffs. Right? (laughs) Good on them, though. That's awesome. Yeah. Good. Uh, Mass Effect's Mac Walters has partnered with NetEase to open up a new studio in Vancouver called Worlds Mm. Untold. The team will be fully remote, and their first game will be a, quote, near-future action-adventure game in a breathtaking world filled with mystery and exploration. Uh, Walters was lead writer on Mass Effect 2 and 3, and he was the production director on Dragon Age Dreadwolf until he left Bioware earlier this year. Okay. Dreadwolf's in trouble, huh? Yes. (laughs) That whole studio's in trouble. Yeah. Uh, Huber pointed this one out. A job listing for the Wonder Woman game appears to indicate that it could have live service elements. Uh, The listing for a lead software engineer says it would be a plus for the candidate to have experience helping maintain a live software product or game. WB Uh, striking again. Problem, they did this with Shadow War originally when it came out. Mm, They had way more microtransactions. It was very monetized heavy, (laughs) and it was not good, and they had to walk back a lot of that stuff. Yeah, right. And it's the same studio doing yes. this game. Monolith's doing that. Dude, right? I cannot wait for the Nemesis system this game, but like money doing to like progress down the Nemesis line or yeah. something like that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Nemesis pass? Yeah, or to get some guy to spawn or something. Oh boy. Yeah. This does not fill me with hope no. whatsoever. Very nervous. Very, very nervous about that. Also from WB. I'm not sure if you guys watched this. I watched oh, this I did. Thing. The okay. entire thing. Suicide Squad is back. With a 20-minute feature video, mm-hmm. which appears to be the first of many leading up yes. to February 2nd launch. Yes. So the next one is going to be way more focused on gameplay. That's the one I really want to watch. Yeah, this, this one is like basically spoils the whole beginning of the so, game. Yeah. yeah, it really does. There's a <laughs> lot of cutscenes, which is not what I've ever been concerned about with mm-hmm. Suicide right. Squad. The cutscenes are going to be freaking sick. Um, but yeah, it's just... It's going to be what you're playing. It's like playing the game, actually. There's just something about this game, the way you move around and shoot, that just doesn't fill me with confidence. Mm -hmm. I'm so nervous. I'm obviously curious because I'm so invested in the Arkhamverse and Rocksteady has delivered time and time again. It's been a long time since they've released a game, like eight years it feels like. Right. But, you know, everything about this game, on paper... Is not great. The PlayStation blog calls this Rocksteady Studios' most ambitious game yet. 
What do you feel about that, Hubert? <laughs> I hard disagree. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's, I would say it's ambitious, but it depends if it'll be good or not. Mm-hmm. And I'm very concerned about this game. Like, the idea of how you're going to actually play this game and, like, what it's going to be, like, actually progressing through mm-hmm. it, how it's going to be. Is it going to just be, like... Yeah. You're going through the scene, there's going to be, like, random mobs spawning there. Yeah, it's You can, like, like, take them out, I guess, if you want to get... Like, uh, Gotham did that. What was it? Um, Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights had shit like that, and it was super boring and got extremely repetitive very quickly. Yeah, there's just so many immediate red flags. Like, the Arkham games are so immersive. You want to get sucked into those worlds, and this is, like, constantly zipping around and shooting. There, There's, like, banter between the characters, but if you're playing online with three other people, mm-hmm. everyone's going to be talking over the banter. Like, you can't even enjoy that, because the characters in the in the in this presentation are, like, saying some quips, like, saying right. some important lore about things, and it's like, if you have other players online you're talking to... That stuff's hard to follow. Also, just everybody zipping around rooftops. It's like, can I can I like enjoy no. Metropolis? Like no. Metropolis is a complete war zone. There's no civilians, they said. You're like yeah. you're the first ones who've made it into Metropolis. Very convenient. So there's like nobody around. There's no way to like get immersed. Although they do in- show you they do show you like somebody getting turned into like one of Brainiac's monsters. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, there was the museum part in the beginning. It's like, show me some more of, like, that small-scale intimate stuff. Mm. But I'm just really worried oh that God. the most of the game is just going to be zipping around from point to point. Hunting XP. At 100 miles an hour. At 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Blasting people as fast as you can to get XP and level up. Yeah, Harley Quinn's moving like Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm like, what's happening? The fact yeah. that everybody... Yeah, dude, what do you think about that? Them just, like, going into the Justice League headquarters and, like, stealing gadgets. I mean, the context there was mm-hmm. like, okay, now I understand why everyone's doing that. So, I mean, yeah. contextually, I guess it makes sense. But it's just the way everybody zips around and uses guns has concerned everyone. And, like, they took eight months off from you know the the last reveal and now the game comes back and it's like looking like the same thing yeah they didn't even talk about monetization exactly and we know it's gonna be there like I'm I am picturing Gotham Knights in the loot in that game yeah and it's not exciting Mm-mm. it's very boring I'm and just... I'm very concerned about how much there's gonna be in this game yeah like what do you, what do how many machine about... guns do I gotta grind out in this I game know. what do you think about the counter shot thing that they talked about. I didn't fully understand it. That's why I'm excited for mm-hmm. the because they referenced the 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 counters of Batman, which is like one of my favorite mechanics. The combat system in those games is so freaking good and so fun. But the next one is going to be the deep dive into combat and gameplay. That is the one that really needs to deliver, I feel like, to change the perception and the narrative about Suicide Squad because you know, it, it's universal. At best, you see like, oh, it could be fun. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. maybe a couple people here, like here and there. But I mean, it's it's pretty universally like, oh, we don't want this live service stuff. Always online, battle passes, yeah, monetization. They did say a lot of the stuff is gonna be free, like yeah, the, the, the content coming coming out afterwards. Yeah, which is Some content, nice. Yeah. That's bare minimum. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's good. But you gotta. Yeah, I need to see what that monetization is yeah. like. Especially it, with how WB's talking up monetization now. I'm like, totally. this is going to be the beginning of a new era yeah. for them, I guess. And it does seem like we're being extra hard on this game compared to other games, me especially, but that is because of the context around it. Yeah. The, the budget, 
Rocksteady's pedigree, how long it's been, you know, I'm holding it to a higher standard because, you know, Arkham City is like, and Arkham Asylum are like always on greatest games of all time lists, you know? So just very nervous about this game, but I'm going to go into it with as open mind as I can, you know, but we will, we will see. Yeah, but I don't even know if I'm going to buy this game. Right. Like, I just don't even know if I'm like, eh. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't. I, I, what you're showing me is like not getting me to buy your game right now. Right. I know there's more time. And they're going to show more of the game right now, but you haven't had a good track record quite yeah. yet with this game. I keep thinking about PlayStation describing the game as ambitious because, like, ambitious is not necessarily positive. It's not necessarily a compliment. Like, no. if you if you're like a parent watching a terrible high school play. You would say like, well, it was really ambitious. Like, <laughs> well, they're they're enthusiastic, you know. Like, yeah, it's awful. <laughs> yeah, it's just funny to me. They did show some cool story stuff. Again, I won't go into that story stuff, mm-hmm. but like, you know, that what a great way to get us Arkham obsessors like, yeah, in yeah. the door. Yeah, you'll play it. No matter you what. know. Oh, a hundred percent. I'm a hundred percent in this game. Yeah, but will it be good? Is the question. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not like anything they showed in particular was a spoiler. It's just like, it just feels like, oh, I already know what the first hour of the whole game yeah. is going to, like, I'm going to just be playing this thing that I just watched. Yeah. Because I've already seen every second of it. Yeah, it's like you went to a preview. Or event. I got the cliff notes <laughs> yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally blood. Yeah. 100%. Uh, all right, here's some ridiculous stuff. Uh, <laughs> show these photos. Xbox is doing a giveaway. Uh, for a special edition Wonka-themed Xbox console and controller, as well as their first quote-unquote edible controller, uh, <laughs> which is total marketing nonsense because uh, it's just chocolate in the shape of, like, an Xbox mold. Also, yeah. any controllable controller is edible if you try hard enough. Wait. The one on the right is not edible, right? That's right. No, 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 no. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Okay. Well, actually, no, that might be, the, that might be chocolate. It's it might be chocolate with candy on top of it. Those buttons look real. It looks real. real. Yeah, those buttons look real. Yeah, I don't think that's... Yeah, I think that might actually be chocolate. But um, and then, yeah, there's this crazy thing that goes around with it, this whole, like, playset thing, this Wonka gumball machine thing. So random, dude. See, there's there's the the chocolate. There's the chocolate. It's way different. Chocolate looks very chocolate. Yeah. (laughs) It's really... I don't need that much chocolate, right? But, yeah, they've been doing these funny contests like this, special editions. Right. Is there like a oh there is the movie Chalamet that's right yeah, Wonka, yeah. yes there's yes, a movie yes. coming out yes yes okay. uh, yeah, and that's the logo from that movie so. got it got it yeah meanwhile Tiffany yes that Tiffany <laughs> is producing a line of Pokemon jewelry including silver pendants that start at nearly thirteen hundred dollars and an eighteen karat Pikachu pendant that goes for twenty nine thousand dollars wow and it looks like it has leprosy <laughs> dude it looks like a, a terminator huber like the skin coming off yeah the, the terminator <laughs> pikachu <laughs> the diamonds definitely look like, a like disease. A damiani you said it was like for spoken yeah, it looked like the, the that thing called the break in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So, but uh, yeah, I think that's pretty ugly. Yeah, it's wild. Um, and then uh, Logan Paul will buy one. Yeah, of course. <laughs> buy multiple. Ones. Yeah. What do you mean? That's nothing to him. Um, what a pull, dude! What the fuck? 
Rounding the things off, uh, we talked about Remedy's works and project a couple weeks ago. Yep. Uh, t- today, uh, or maybe not today, but this week they announced that the free-to-play game that's with Tencent, codenamed Vanguard, is now going to be a quote-unquote premium game, meaning it's like a normal retail game, mm-hmm. uh, that focuses on Remedy's core strengths due to uncertainties in the rapidly changing free-to-play market. Uh, it's being rebooted as codenamed Kestrel, uh, and we'll still have a strong co-op component. Sweet. Uh, the project is now going back into the concept phase, uh, with some of the staff being reassigned to Remedy's other it's projects. It's gonna be a while. Yeah, I it's feel like the, I feel like studios are waking up to you yeah, know my, yeah. just the the tide is the turned. live service craze. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, and also like this, I'd love to hear this because like if you're a company that's trying to chase a certain games as a service trend that's popular like right now when you start having an idea you know mm-hmm. you're going to be 4 years late yeah and like just don't try like call call it like and I'm glad to see a big company doing that yeah yeah like if suicide squad came out like 4 years ago <laughs> yeah i think it would have had a little more benefit of the doubt <laughs> right right it's time for love and respect Love and respect. All right. From Matt Curran, a.k.a. HickRW. What's up, allies? I personally think a lot of games, especially fighting games in particular, live and die by their characters. Mm -hmm. When I think of my favorite fighting games, I think of my personal mains about as much as any other part of the game. And in Justice 2, Bane was by far my favorite character. So fun. His massive size, ability to buff his damage with venom, and loads of fun and flashy wrestling moves were the perfect combination of traits. In Smash Brothers Ultimate, as many different characters as I love playing, King K. Rool has separated himself from me personally. He has tons of super armor, multiple spike options, goofy projectiles, and incredible recovery ability. It feels like every move in his kit has a real use, and he's great at annoying my friends. (laughs) I want to know what some of the allies' favorite fighting game characters are. Which fighters have the perfect blend of aesthetic and playstyle that makes them stand out to you personally? Uh, Cloud is implemented extremely well in Smash. All of his moves and stuff mm. like that, and the limit gauge that you could build up. I adore that. Yeah. Also, I really like the Dragon Quest character, the hero. Oh my god! Kind of oh like magic god. system. And it's so like the sick. different spells. It's so fun. Yeah. Um. I mean, Scorpion and Sub Zero are f- some of the goats. Fucking iconic. Yeah. Like, as a kid, they were just the coolest people ever. Some guy just like shooting ice and freezing mm-hmm. you. Scorpion taking his mask off and he's just some skeleton. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Liu Kang was always my personal favorite just because I love like normal martial arts guy, Bruce Lee vibe. Like, mm-hmm. So I just, I've always loved Liu Kang. And my, he was my brother's all-time favorite. Mm-hmm. So just like, yeah. yeah. Liu Kang busting some bicycle kick. Yeah. Fireballs. Yeah. Like Ryu, Ken, and like Ryu. Chun are up on that level too. Also as a kid, I really loved Paul from Tekken because his oh, hair. Oh yeah, Paul. <laughs> big old his hair's hair. down line eight now. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Damiani. Oh, and uh, uh, Mitsurugi from Soul Calibur. Oh, yeah, yeah. Freaking Samurai Man, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So cool. 
uh, Bee Orchid from Killer Instinct. Nice. Just like the flip kick. <laughs> it was like so sick looking at the time. Mm-hmm. And then like those like kind of battle batons, like like weaving those in. And just, yeah, just looked really sick. Plus like the little panther thing, like the charge attack going across the screen was really cool. And then like her like Hadouken motion was like pretty sick too. Isla, you got any fighting game characters? I like uh, Xinhua in Soul mm. Calibur Six. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, sorry, Terry Bogart <laughs> is just like Bogart, a dude. Yeah, character man, unreal. Yeah, uh, I, I don't even know like if these are necessarily fit favorites, but ones that came to mind. Blanca has always been yeah, Blanca's so sick. for me God, for Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah yes, sick. dude. We've got all these normal guys from around the world, and yeah. then it's just Beast Man. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> just like electric. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bites you in the face. Yep. <laughs> Great character. So cool. Um, when we played Mortal Kombat 1, like, Baraka like, felt like Baraka. really good for me to just pick yeah. up and, and grab. And, He's so fun in MK1. Yeah, and I, I've liked him in the past as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm with, with Damiani on the Bee Orchid love and Killer Instinct, uh, but another one, uh, Killer Instinct 2, Tusk. Um, Tusk. Oh, chaining, yeah. Chaining yeah. his attacks together yeah. like always felt really he's good. He's the, the Viking guy, right? Yeah, yeah. He's like the Conan yeah, that guy's sick. kind of guy with a huge sword. Um, I like Jack in uh, Power Stone. Mm. He's like the Voldo character. Right. <laughs> yeah, like Jack. crawls around. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was cool. He has like a really cool like reach thing. He's like, boom. Yeah. Uh, Ganondorf in Smash Brothers. Super oh, fun. <laughs> Smash is... Crazy power. Smash yeah. is funny. OP. Smash is different for me because it's just like characters from other game, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like... I don't know. I just look, I look at Smash like differently. Not, very not better or worse or Smash, anything. Though. It's just like... Yeah. A little, I just look at it a little differently than like a traditional like, you know, Ryu or Ken or... Scorpion or Sub-Zero, like, fighting game characters, you know? Yeah. Because, yep. like, uh, everyone, in, you know, it's just yeah. everyone in Smash. Yeah, every everyone. single character in Smash Brothers Ultimate. Yeah. Every single one. <laughs> Quick shout-out to Oro from Street Fighter also. <laughs> yeah. Oro's sick, dude. Nice. And Bowser's dropkick yeah. is <laughs> the best. <laughs> and since, since Melee, like... My favorite thing to do ever as Bowser is just like grab him and jump off the cliff with him. <laughs> you know, <It's> so fun. <laughs> From Greg O. Hey, allies. We all know 2023 has been a big year for video game releases, but I wonder if the frequency of high-profile titles has distracted many of us from the numerous and severe layoffs seen from the major players across the industry. Obviously, the topic has been covered just about every episode of the podcast this year. But I would have to imagine that the audience of any gaming podcast isn't necessarily indicative of the entire gaming audience. With that in mind, do you think there's a chance that Jeff slash the Game Awards makes a statement regarding these layoffs? If so, do you think it has any teeth? Is it even the appropriate venue? Just some thoughts that came to mind after the nominations were announced and would like to hear your thoughts. I think he'll say something. Mm -hmm. I think it'll be brief, but I think he will throw something out there. Yeah, about it. It'll be really brief. It'll though, be brief, yeah. It'll so, be like but yeah. two sentences. Mm-hmm. But I, I I think he'll mention it. It is such it it's you know, he celebrates the industry. That's why he loves this show and that's what he does. Like not this show, but like the game awards, right. you know. Um and it he tries to make it about the industry, not just the awards. And this has been a big part of the industry this year. So I definitely think he will at least say 
something. I'm 50-50 on if he'll say anything. I think I could see him saying something, but I could see him just it's like a night about celebrating games necessarily. Yeah. And he doesn't like want to like I don't know if bring it down is the right word, but just doesn't want to like bring it up maybe. He did mention uh, the Kojima thing when Kojima wasn't allowed to be there. Well, cuz Kojima is like his best friend. Yeah. <laughs> he loves Kojima. Of course, of course. <laughs> that's why. But that's one person like I haven't to, seen like, Jeff say anything about layoffs recently. Like he might have, I just haven't seen it. Yeah. What do you think, Damiani? Yeah, I, I'm gonna with Brad. I mean, I agree with you too, Hubert. That if he says anything, it'll be brief. But I'm still like not convinced he will say anything. Um, maybe those types. Of, like I feel like maybe. Uh, sorry, a winner, like an award winner during their speech might say something, but like I'm, you don't know who's gonna win, so like that might not even be a guarantee. But yeah, I, I, I yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure if that's uh, if he's gonna like acknowledge it or not. You know, yeah, really not sure. Yeah, yeah, I think kind of I'm more along the lines of Huber, where I think he'll say something that's like sympathetic. Yeah, uh, you know. To the, the people that have lost their jobs, but like asking whether it's going to have teeth, like I don't, like I, there, I don't there's think too it, many different situations yeah. to yeah. ask for like to hold somebody's feet to the fire. Yeah, right? I don't think it can have teeth, and right. like he's he can just be sympathetic, and I believe him when he if he says it, like he if you know depending yeah. on what he says, I I will believe him. It's not just for like you know clout or whatever you want to call it. Like if he brings it up, he means it, and he is sympathetic to that. Yeah. All right, let's play a game. From Frankie, Mario Kart or Wario Fart. End game. As this is the last content update to Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, this will also be the final Mario Kart or Wario Fart for the foreseeable future. There are now... 96 courses in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Absolutely incredible. However, there are still over 70 more courses that never came to the game. Wow. Jeez. Below. Get to work, Nintendo. Lazy Lazy diffs. Below is a list of courses (laughs) from across Mario Kart history that may or may not be in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Do you know which made the cut? No. So that's it. Is okay. it Mario Kart 8 or not? Okay. Completely guessing. Yep. Royal Raceway. That's in. Ooh, that's, that's in. That seems like some Peach Castle level. Yeah. Damiani? Hmm. Not sure about this one. I'll go no. Forget. That's a Yes. That's from 64 and Tour. Nice. Got it. Luigi Circuit. Oh, that sounds yeah. super familiar. Yeah. Or is it Mario Circuit or Luigi oh. Circuit? I don't know. There's, a Mar- there's Luigi Circuit, but... What? Are there numbers? I yes. I'm saying yes. Yeah, I'm saying yes. <laughs> so I'll go no as well. That's a no. Oh! That was on Devil Dash and Wii. Man. Delfino Square. That's in uh, there. That's yeah, there's like a Delfino level. Mm, there's like a battle plaza. level. There's a battle no. Delfino level, isn't there? 
Domino's I mean, confident. That's a no. Oh, yep. right. yeah. DS and Wii. Damn it. But no Mario Kart Aren't 8. Aren't there, like, those Delfino people on the levels? <laughs> they are, but they're not, the level's not an Isle Defend. It's no. not the what? same level, yeah. And Delfino. Waluigi Pinball. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. Played that today. Yeah. <laughs> From DS7 and Tour. Mushroom Gorge. Gorge. That sounds too intense. No. Yes. Um. That's. Oh, what's that? Um. Shit. No. That's yes. Oh, which game? Yeah, uh, that's from Wii Seven oh, and Tour. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Shit. Gorge. Seems very Mario-like. It's a little too intense. <laughs> it's when you're bouncing across the mushrooms in the the cave. Pretty sure. Oh. That's the one. Uh, Peach Beach. Peach Beach. Yes. Peach, yes, I think yeah. so. Yeah. I want to say yeah. That's a no. Oh, oh Damiani, right. I copied you. Double dash There's and Wii. There's a beach one. Yeah, that was in there. Yeah, me too. Music Park. There's a music yes. zone. Yes, I yes. hope it's called Park. Yes. That's a yes. That's the keyboard one. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. the giant music note that bounces around. That's from Seven. Uh. I don't know if this is a typo, if it's actually called this, so I'll just read it as is. Bananan Ruins, which could be Banana Ruins. Uh, I'm going to say yes, <laughs> yes. for Banana Ruins. Is that the Donkey Kong level? Yeah, there's like three Donkey Kong levels. I'm just going to say yeah, I guess. <laughs> I hope so, yes. Hope That's a no. Damn. That's from oh, Arcade. That level, damn it. That's from the arcade game. Oh. That's, <laughs> That's great. Banshee Boardwalk. Oh, that is from 64, but I, I think they... I don't think it, it is. Area. There's like a Boo Boardwalk level, but I don't know if it's called Banshee. No, Maybe that was a different one, yeah. I'll say yes. I don't know. I'll say no. I don't know. Ew. Why did I think it was in there? That's a no. It's 64 oh, well. NDS. Dry Dry yeah, Ruins. Dry yes. Dry ruins. One of the early levels? Yeah. yeah? Sand level? I guess, yeah. No. Shit. It's from Wii oh, and right. Tour, but not an eight. I like Dry Dry Runes. I remember that one. Coconut Mall. Yes. Yes. That is in there. Yep. Cool map. Wii 7 and Tour. Koopa Troopa Beach. Yes. Oh, is that There's in there? There's multiple of these, though. Yeah, I only know the N64 one. I'm going to say no. Or is that Koopa Beach? I don't know, dude. I'm just saying there's, no. <laughs> yeah, there's the Koopa, there's the Super Nintendo ones, and then there's the Mario 64 one, and then there's another one. There's other ones. I don't know this one. That's I'll a no. Sixty-four, seven, and tour. So it was a cut. Okay. Don't like the cut. And then last one. Oh, the big lamp shortcut. Yeah. Sunset Wilds. No. No? I, have I don't know. No idea what that is. Sunset That's a yes. Wild. What is that map? Sunset That's from Wild. Super Circuit and Tour. Oh. The GBA game. Lord. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's tough. That is tough. That's a tough game, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for, for putting them in there. Yeah. Thank you. All right. It's time for bets. Uh, this week's bet. Uh, Super Mario RPG is out tomorrow. Crazy. Uh, on Nintendo of America's Twitter account, how long will the shortest video about the game be before we shoot next Tuesday, because it's Thanksgiving week. Um, previous Super Mario RPG video was four minutes and 54 seconds. 
All their videos they posted for various games have ranged from four seconds to three minutes. Brad, how long will this video be? Ten seconds. Ten, Ten second car. Seconds. Huber. Oh, yeah. One minute, 48 seconds. 148. Robamiani. One minute, 27 seconds. 127. Isla. 52. <laughs> 52 seconds. <laughs> Don says 26. Don's 26 seconds. Uh, which means we're all kind of jammed up on the bottom here. I'm at 43. Make it quick. Yeah, make it. <laughs> <laughs> Just show Mallow for like five seconds. There you go. Nice. Last week's bet. Lottlenot came out today. It's a cute little diving game uh, where you literally clean up trash on the bottom of the ocean and befriend adorable sea creatures called Lottles. You have a boss with glasses who assigns you missions and shows you the ropes. Last week, I asked how many words your boss would say before you can throw your first piece of trash in the trash can. Pick up that trash. <laughs> Brad bet 40 words. Huber bet 55 words. Robamiani bet four words. Isla bet 55 words. Hell yeah. Don bet 176 words. I bet 48 words. All right, you can roll this starting around 35 seconds there. Oh, jeez. Uh, as soon as you start, yep. your boss, Dave, starts talking. There's a piece of trash right in front of you and a line of trash cans right there. So you can quickly grab a piece of trash and toss it in before he finishes most of his dialogue. His first dialogue box, he says, Hello, I'm Dave. I'll be your supervisor during your time on this planet. Which is 13 words, making Robamiani the winner. <laughs> Hell yeah. That brings our scores to Garrulous Ducks, 29. Don is angry. <laughs> Why is Don angry? He thought you would have to let him finish everything he was same. saying. Same, yeah, same. The game doesn't stop you. The game doesn't stop yeah, you. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he takes umbrage with the wording of the question. I agree with Don, actually, and I scored, uh, my team scored the points here, you know? Well... Too I, bad, but my I, assumption was that if you can play, you can play. Yeah. So. Blood is the law. Um, Sleepy Grizzlies, 26. Fighting. <laughs> Asterisk. Yeah, the streak bonus is active, but <laughs> that only remains in effect until you get within three points of our score. So if you get yeah. next week, Clock's ticking. then that streak bonus goes away. Yeah. Aren't they within three right now? They're at three. They're not within three. Oh. But. Clock is ticking, Up boys. to interpretation. We gotta get some points. <laughs> it's like the Dodgers uh, winning the World Series during the COVID year. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about patreon.com slash easy allies. Uh, we are funded by our community, by our viewers. So if you are listening to this podcast or watching this podcast, uh, please consider uh, what that is worth to you every week and every month. Uh, we are uh, funded through the little donation uh, button there that's under Twitch or in the, uh, the description on YouTube. Uh, or you can give a Twitch sub. 
Uh, but the most effective way is to go over to Patreon, uh, and you can uh, give a dollar a month, or five dollars a month, or ten dollars, or become a producer at the twenty-five dollar level. Uh, at that five dollar level, though, you get all kinds of goodies. Uh, you get this podcast two days early. Uh, you get it ad-free. You get bonus love and respect questions. You get to submit to love and respect and some of our other shows. Uh, you get some exclusive shows. You get some extended cuts. You get to go in our Discord, where right now you can vote on the top. 10 dysfunctional families in video games. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> That's a good list. <laughs> it's going to be a fun one. Bakers, yeah, hi. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, as I said, if you go $25 or up, you get to be a producer, which means that you get your name on the end of the podcast once a month. Uh, and our platinum producers get a shout-out on this podcast every week, as well as shout-outs on Frame Trap and Reaction Shots. And this month's shout-outs go to Jabawabs, Elthanis, Greg, the Dark Knight Kettering, and Miguel. Shout, Shout out. out. Shout out. Perfect. Hey, that works. Perfect. That works better. That works better? Damiani, uh, uh, you won that bet, so you get to promote any Easy, li- easy Allies video you'd like to promote. You get the final word on anything you've disagreed with, want to reiterate, or just popped in your head. And you get to sign off with your trademark. Sign off. Sick. Uh, I am going to promote the Huber and Brad fight about Return of the King. Uh, I'm oh so God. sad. I am so sad I missed that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we could have made it. Uh, I was like, damn. Had to happen after, huh? All right. But uh, yeah, pretty in- uh, pretty intense discussion about theatrical versus extended editions. <laughs> Turn into a stream team for possibly more things like that. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did something else happen today? <laughs> no. Okay, okay. Oh. But that's where it goes down. Uh, <laughs> uh, final word and sign off. Yeah, final word. Uh, yo, Final Fantasy 16 best soundtrack. Let's go. Yeah. Make it happen. Yeah. Game Awards. Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> yes. And uh, may the way of the hero lead to the Triforce. Where the crap is F Zero on this list?